Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? You're listening to You've Probably Seen It Podcast. No, righty then. One million dollars. It's my credo. No regret. Today, Junior? Oh, what are they teaching this place? But I shoot with this Welcome, guys, to another episode of You've Probably Seen It with Adam and Michael. Welcome back, podcast fans. Good to have you here. Uh, this week, we have I Love You, Man, uh, starring Paul Rudd. So we had Paul Rudd in Anchorman yep. last week as a bit of a feature. Uh, but he leads this one with, of course, Jason Siegel. Yep. And I think this is one of the more wholesome movies yep. that we've reviewed. I think looking back, Coming to America was pretty wholesome. Yeah, definitely. If you think about it, but this is... Up there on the wholesome scale. Yeah, like I said, I've said it seen. a couple of times. I've done a, I did a bit of uh, work with this in uni, and you sort of, when you, you start to realise sort of how different this movie is to other sort of um, comedies, yeah. and uh, it is a, it is a big change, and we'll go through that. But I really enjoyed watching this movie. I do every single time. Yeah, I think like a lot of the humour in this movie. Of course, there's a few silly moments and everything, but it's just from uh, Peter Claven just being really awkward. And, <laughs> I wrote. I don't know what to say half the time. I just wrote awkward, like for the whole run sheet, like yeah. just like, yeah, like awkward, that's half awkward. the comedy. Yeah, um, just like some of the, just some of his little mannerisms and things really make this movie, and yeah. um, as well, Jason Siegel being Sydney Fife, he's just sort of the, like just a bit of a, oh, a bit of a rebel. I see him as like a bit of a Kramer in a way, like he's got a different view on yeah. the world and very honest and. It. Up front, I, I relate everything to Seinfeld and Family Guy. Yeah, <laughs> there's only four people you, you can relate to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's on. It's every time I'm doing some work or anything, it's on in the background. So it's uh, yeah. it's really stuck in my mind. But um, it is a really good movie, and um, there's some really good cameos. Um, mm. but from some there's a lot of very good cameos, and I think a few of them are quite early ones, like Andy Samberg's in it, who, of course, we all know from Brooklyn Nine Nine yeah. now and Lonely Island, but this is. Pretty early days for him, I think, and a few different yeah. cameras all over the place. One of my favourites in this one is actually Hayley, um, the her other friend, not Jamie Lee Presley, but the I don't even have who, who the actress was, but no. um, she kills it in this in this movie as well. She yeah. made, definitely gives me laughs in this one. Um, yep. So let's get stuck into it, eh? Oh, first of let's all, go. what are you drinking, mate? What have you got with you today? Uh, I've got a, uh, a Vocaro uh, Tropical um, sort of vodka soda mix nice um it just tastes like a udl yeah. so it's pretty good <laughs> and about halfway through that um and i've got a moondog fizzer Ooh. a uh, alcoholic seltzer piney limey oh piney lime so what a pretty, name uh, too that's beautiful yeah pretty chilled out week uh, i'm not going to go for a walk tomorrow morning so i can sleep in yep. i'm still going to wake up at 5 30 <laughs> anyway but um, other than that i'm good to go for a couple of drinks today nice yeah i've got my i'm really excited about this one i, I always mess up the name you may as well be steve uh Hibbert because i'll mess the name <laughs> up but it's chris ringland uh shiraz it's a sunday night so a bit of red i thought would be nice have a bit of a snooze before next day but um yeah a couple of different vibes going on yeah very <laughs> different between but um oh this is absolutely beautiful smooth as anything so um i'd love to have chris ringland on the podcast <laughs> just have a chat to me if you uh, if you got a bit of time but yeah ripper <laughs> we'll get you. absolutely and a bit of soda stream too that's just a bit of a, a bit of a yeah, kicker a bit of a clean the palate yeah, <laughs> yeah. keep hydrated Okay, so we got, of course, we said I Love You Man. Came out in 2009, so I think it's our most recent yep. review. Probably will be. Um, rating 7, just a classic 7. Classic IMDb right on the, uh, 7. IMDb radar. Yep. Rotten Tomatoes, so quite a high 
rating on that one with 83%. Yeah, it's quite high for a Rotten Tomatoes rating as well. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so, you know, critics and everyone liked it. Um, Common Sense Media, don't want to go too straight <laughs> from the three out of five, so they're going for three out of five again. They're around, yeah, they're around whatever the everyone else says usually, but a <laughs> yeah. little bit unders, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Google uses 85%. So I think... That is eighty five percent, but it's a little bit lower than most of our. Yeah, I think Google if you're, reviews, I, think. I think if you're sort of under the mid eighties, it's a low score yeah. based off what we've seen. It's it's funny we know how to interpret these ratings. Now, like <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is pretty pure in terms of like how good the movie is or how well it's rated. Where IMDb, it's pretty much from six point eight to like seven point seven. It doesn't get much yeah. more than that. Um, and yeah, Google uses yeah, like I said, doesn't go under that eighty five mark usually. So. Yeah, yeah, and then Rotten Tomatoes can go all over the place. Yep, absolutely. Just how they like it, <laughs> how crazy the movie is. And as well, how old? Um, I reckon how old the movie is as well. Yeah, true. What's we got like airplane coming up in a few weeks or something? Mm, that'd be that's going to be probably the oldest but that's, one. So and that's, sure that that's not as a classic it. too. So maybe that yeah. might get a bit higher. But yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to doing that one. I haven't watched that in a while too. So that'd be a good catch yeah, up. Yeah. Be a funny one. All right, so directed by John Hamburg. I've done a bit of research just before we jumped on, but um, he directed a few episodes of Undeclared, which was the show that Jason Segel and uh, Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel were on. Yep. Um, so that's probably how he knows Jason Segel and how he got him involved. Uh, but he's done a few other movies. I think that Why Him with uh, James Franco and the guy from Breaking Bad a few years ago yep. who did Along Came Polly, but hasn't had too much... Um, that is directed, produced yep. by um, himself and Donald DeLine. <laughs> so Donald... Um, don't know too much about him. Yeah, so I've got Google open now, so I'm like, I'm there ready go. to go if I've forgotten something. So Donald DeLine is um, producer and executive known for The Italian Job, Green Lantern, and mm. Ready Player One. So a couple of... A couple of good ones. A couple of decent movies in there as well. Um, and, um, and then written by John Hamburg again, and Larry Levin, who... Do we want to do too much research on... Yeah, well, if you can stall for about uh, two minutes, I reckon I'll be... Well, he's known for I Love You, Man, it says here. That's one thing. Yeah, that's about it, I think. Um, Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle 2. Oh, the the two good ones. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's pretty much... Bakersfield PD has got a few little quotes on there. Um, Nothing really massive other than that. Uh, Seinfeld, he's got written an episode, The Boyfriend. What, what yeah, episode yeah, is I, that about the boyfriend? I don't know. Yeah, it's that it could have been any really, yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, yeah, that's not bad. Seinfeld reference, love that. There you go. Um, um, so of course, starring Paul Rudd as Peter Claven, Pistol Pete, uh, Pistol Pete, Jason Segel <laughs> as Sidney Fife, Rashida Jones as Zoe Rice, Andy Samberg as Robbie Claven, who is. Peter's younger brother and Jamie Presley as Denise, one of uh, what's it, Zoe's friends. Yeah, one of Zoe's friends. We've also got, there's yeah. also a lot of people in there as well that could have got credits, but you're not going to put in heaps at the front here. No, there's, um, there was. We've, I don't know if we were saying that on the call before the call, but there's just heaps of cameos. Yeah, there's a so. lot of there's a lot of um, it, and I know John Favreau plays a bit of a, a bigger part in yeah. this. Um, he's a he's almost my MVP. I think he might be my MVP for this movie. Yeah, he, I think he's, I think that's another category. I need MVP. Yeah, I reckon. We, yeah, out of the main cast. All right. Yeah. I reckon we'll start that up. Uh, well, there you go. We'll start it up now. There you go. John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. <laughs> Favreau is that what he's? I don't know. We'll yeah. go with that. 
I saw one movie yeah. with him where he's making meatball subs. I don't know what movie that is, but it's a good movie. Would that be Chef? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a food That's truck a or something, I think. Yeah. Well, he, he directed the first Iron Man movie and he's in a few of them as well. So I've seen him doing see a lot of off-camera stuff as well now. Yeah, well, he I think he's the showrunner in Mandalorian. Oh, and okay. he did that Jungle Book uh, movie. And I think... Uh, the Lion King, the live action. So he's ones. like, or live he's as proper. Much as much. <laughs> he's not mucking around. Yeah, he knows he's what proper. he's doing. He's in Disney's back pocket. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh yeah, that's a good place to be. Um, yeah. All right. So the summary of this movie: so a successful real estate agent, uh, real estate man Peter Clavin has it all: a great job, a beautiful home, and a loving wife to be. I feel like one of those guys doing the uh, like. <laughs> I should have it in, in a that world. Bit. Unfortunately, <laughs> due to his devotion to both his work and fiance Zoe. Peter has failed to make any friends. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, with yeah. his wedding fast approaching, the pressure is on to find a best man, and so Peter embarks on several desperate attempts to find a best buddy. There you go. Um, and currently um, you can stream that on Binge, Foxtel, or Stan. Um, so the little-known facts this one, I did have. I do have more than this, but yeah. um, I'm trying to sprinkle them throughout the episode. So there's a few of them... Um, that I thought I'd just say at the front. So we know uh, Rush is a big part of this movie. Um, and Rush stuck around to play a concert for the crew uh, after they were finished with their filming. So yeah. it's pretty cool to hear that. That'll be nice because when you see sort of um, band parts in movies, you never know if they've come to just play a gig or what they do, they just film a gig a lot, really. Yeah. Um, and they just put the fake crowd in. But it's nice that looks like they just put on a fake concert for Rush and they stuck as, around for everyone else. As well, it would have really got their name out, them too, out there too. So it would have really... So I, cause I know I never heard of Rush before uh, this movie. And then I started listening to them. Like, they've got some banging songs. So, um, and some definitely songs that we've got on the You've Probably Heard It uh, podcast as well. Well, I don't think it, it brought their name up, but it probably just brought their name back. Yeah, that's right. For, uh, in yeah. like 2010, yeah. Um, so we've also got the movie script sat on the shelf for 11 years. That's one long time uh, for a movie probably, just to sit there probably had a bit of dust on it am I right <laughs> um, and originally titled Let's Make Friends which is a shocking title so I'm very happy It's it makes more sense than a few of the fake titles yeah um, the earlier titles from the other movies I think Dumb and Dumb is going to be hard to beat boring. Dumb and Dumb yeah. is other titles are going to be pretty hard to beat those ones um, now I'm going to ask Adam, you're pretty good with all this podcast stuff and I should probably should ask you before this, but if I play a song very briefly, is that breaching anything or is that like, like a little I wouldn't, snippet? I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Wouldn't do it? All right, cool. <laughs> no, because no, I, I was wouldn't. just thinking, because I've, I've got the soundtrack like and I'm trying to like jog people's memory and songs, but yeah, yeah but let's let's just leave it, eh? Maybe that's more of a uh, social thing. Yeah, sounds good. I think, yeah. But yeah, all you've right. probably heard it podcast anyway if you're interested in any of the songs that we talk about. Uh, sorry, you've yeah. probably heard it. Playlist. Playlist. Yeah, that's the one. Um, you will start off with the movie. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So it starts with um, Peter showing Zoe, who's his girlfriend, his like property development dream. I'm like, that seems like the most boring thing <laughs> I've ever heard about how he wants to develop some commercial complex. I think he knows how women uh, women work in uh, in movies. It's like you show him show him the money. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, starts off as well with the song "Good Times" by Latchkey Kid, which um, listening yeah, back it's on the list, bit of a banger. Um, and he's talking about how it's his dream to sell this big property or put this land. I think it's just a block of land at this yeah. stage, um, and he needs to sell Lou Ferrigno's 
estate, and you might see this was completely accidental, but I'm wearing my uh, Hulk uh, t-shirt. Oh damn! Oh look at that! Yeah, I wonder is yeah, that, this is my yeah. I'll, I'll, this I'll just picture uh, weekend Lou t-shirt. <laughs> is yeah, that a weekend though? Well. It is. Um, Did you hear about Lou Ferrigno before this movie? Like we're what? Um, we're almost thirty. So have you yeah. a bit before our time? Yeah, I don't think I ever watched the TV show and stuff. Like I, maybe not. Probably. Yeah. Like I probably heard his name before, and I probably knew it, but I don't know too much about him really. See, for me, I don't think so. I think this is my first sort of exposure yeah. to him. But since looking at it, I've now whenever I see old Hulk footage, I'm like, hey, Luke. There it is. all makes sense. Um, and it's a pretty big compliment that he was just like a big rip dude and there was no CGI. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just had some nerd turn into him. Well, yeah, it's very That's different. Pretty big compliment. Very different from Hulk now, where it's just like you be yeah. you, and then we'll just transform you with everything that we got. He's like twelve foot tall. Lou Ferrigno's <laughs> like six feet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically said it's too pricey, and uh, basically says that he needs to pay for the uh, reception in Santa Barbara, which is um, a bit of a just pretty much drops that he's going to propose to her as she starts to click um it's quite romantic as well proposing to her in that way um and yeah obviously she says yes and the next scene they're pretty much snap into um a car ride where they're riding home and um she's calling her friends about what happened yeah so they'll um they said they got engaged after eight months which seems very quick that's right i did yeah i did write that i was meant to mention that so it was eight months like i know it took me what, 10 years <laughs> to propose yeah. to my business. So I think it happens a lot. I don't know. I, I always, I think in my head it's an American thing, but really it's just a movie thing. I got to say like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But you hear it a lot in those sort of, um, in these films. Yeah. Um, so she calls her friend, um, Haley, who's one of Michael's favorite characters. Yeah, he was saying, definitely. um, and she doesn't know that she's on speaker and you can tell they're sort of getting nervous that, they're saying stuff and Peter's like getting awkward about his like sexual private life yeah. and everything. <laughs> so yeah, she um, said, what she said something like, uh, oh no, so, oh, before, she's on a date, like at the time when she gets the call. Oh yeah, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's on a date and she gets a call and just saying like, it's not going well. And then the guy goes, oh, I thought we we're having fun. <laughs> just so brutal. <laughs> just like, oh really? No. Like just completely, completely shoots him down. Um, and yeah, that was my sort of first, mm-hmm. uh, first part of loving her. But um yeah, then they, they call her friend Denise, which is um, played by Jamie Lee Presley, which I really mm-hmm. know from... Um, how, no, not how many. My Name's Earl. My Name's Earl, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Knew her from now. I know she's on other things as well, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was around that time. Um, yeah, and she's <laughs> she's having a blue with uh, John Favreau um, and <laughs> Barry's telling her, get out of the fucking house. <laughs> Just because yeah, he best. wants to play a bit of poker with his friends, which comes up a lot. Yeah, he was probably my favorite character. We already mentioned it. Yeah. He's the MVP of this one. The but yeah, like, I was going to say Jamie Lee Presley and John Favreau are the best parts of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> just them bickering just and everything they do. Just his anger. <laughs> just the best. Um, and yeah, Barry also says in this that he doesn't know Peter. And like, there must have just been on so many double dates. And he says he's got no idea yeah, yeah. who he is. Um, yeah. yeah. And find out find out that Peter's already booked the reception, which I thought was a little bit hasty. Just yeah, is a bit presum- presumptuous well, for eight, for knowing her for eight months and know that you can book a reception in. Like, yeah. It's a bit and fun. what was the lead time until the wedding? Maybe comes up in a few, um, 
scenes further, but like it's like a very quick turnaround between the yeah, I think so. engagement and wedding. I think so. I can't really remember. That's a good point. I can't actually. Rem- I've watched this yeah. movie so many times, but I can't remember like the from en- engagement to actual wedding. What how long it was, yeah. but yeah, it would have been it a reasonably a quick turnaround. Um. So yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're talking yeah, about how like yeah on the loudspeaker how Peter's sort of uncomfortable about them talk how much they know about their sex life. Um, and they'll talk about, I wrote this note down. I don't know the context, but I just wrote down Santa Barbara was just oral in the hot tub. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, Santa, Santa Barbara was just oral in the hot tub. Mexico was a place where they fucked for the first time. Um, oh, yeah, and she yeah. said, you had your period and you wanted to wait. You're so old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just wholesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we find out that he goes down on her like eight times a week. <laughs> yeah, and Peter's just so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and that comes up later in the movie where he's talking to Sydney about their sex life. Yeah. And the sort of double standards of her telling her friends and mm. um, him telling Sydney. A lot of good comparison. Um, a lot of good sort of male yeah. or female comparisons in this movie as well. Yeah. Um, and then they get home after um, the proposal and she asks Peter... Um, do you have anyone to call? Then he realizes that, you know, he's going to see his parents tomorrow. Yeah. Um, you know, he, but he's got no one to call and kind of starts showing you that he's got no sort of friends. Yeah, he drops that he drops it. He's he, always got heaps of friends. He drops it. He might see Tevin at work or kill it fencing. Yeah. But um, yeah, we sort of come to realize that they're not really friends. They're sort of the people that you just sort of say hi to in passing or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, and they sort of, um, yeah, so that she's sort of like, clues in she's like what's what's going on here she sort of gets a little bit sus but doesn't think too much of it but it turns out to be a much bigger thing as well um and then the next scene is at a dinner with um peter's family yeah so we meet peter's family um his dad i don't know who, i didn't write down who plays him but it's the guy who plays j jonah jameson um so before I lo- spider-man before i lose it yes that's right spider-man that's i was yeah. thinking about, um yeah, yeah. Haley's played by Sarah Burns. That's one. There we go. That's one. That's one on tick the there. Um, uh, and it's J.K. Simmons. His name is J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Of course, I should have known that. Um, so J.K. Simmons plays his mom. Um, Jane Curtin <laughs> plays. I've got. I'm DV up myself. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Look at us go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Jane Curtin plays his mom, and Andy Samberg is playing his brother, and they're all having sort of dinner. Um, around the table I love this scene um, as well this is a great yeah, scene <laughs> and we find out that Andy Sandberg's character's um, gay um, and like how they're talking about how I think the dad might be uncomfortable with him having a gay son but Andy Sandberg goes no dad loves the gays yeah. <laughs> I made him an honorary homo last week <laughs> yeah just they're so casual about it which says that like yeah. mum says that doesn't Peter doesn't really never really had many like big friends growing mm-hmm. up um and Peter sort of says, oh, my dad worked for IM, uh, I was at IM, IBM. IBM, that's it. I was, yeah. was going to say IMBD there. Uh, <laughs> my dad worked for IMDB um, in the yeah. 60s. So he moved around and never really had friends. He's like, well, Robbie had plenty of friends. Of course, he probably wanted to suck their dicks first. <laughs> my, the mum gets really, the mum cracks it. And, and he's yeah. just like, no, he's right. I totally did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they seem like dream parents. Honestly, they're open. They're happy. Yeah. And they're, you know, well, I've wrote with their kids. I wrote as well, going on to that note, that later on, the mum says that she ordered a, a, a an a dish of slippery shrimp. It was like, he's sharing that with his mum. like after. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, it sort of goes on to how cool that family is. It's just easygoing. Um, 
as well. Um, and they sort of mentioned as well that Peter was always a girlfriend guy. And this is when, um, one of my favorite lines is when um, his dad says that Peter had a bush like a 40-year-old Serbian. Yeah, he goes, Peter matured early as a kid. Kid had a bush like a 40-year-old Serbian. <laughs> I love how he yeah. mentions it. It's when he went swimming. So he could just would have had like a speedo and like all these pubes coming out. Yeah, they wouldn't have boardies back then. Um and yeah, just sort of like never really had a best friend. And dad sort of mentions that his best friend is um, Hank Mardukas, who's known him for ages, and um, and Robbie. And it's a bit of an awkward moment where he just completely leaves his son out of his yeah, best friend it's chat. It's like, you got two best friends, Hank Mardukas and Robbie, and Rob's like, so. So, so yeah. <laughs> um, a lot closer. Yeah, so starting to get to understand that relationship as well with the old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what's the next scene? is uh, Peter driving to work. So Peter's going to work the next day. Um, and yeah, so we see him sort of talking to sort of all the girls in the office. Yeah. And like, he really shows that he's like more sort of friends with girls and everything else. And we got two friends. We meet Tevin, who's <laughs> just the classic arsehole real estate agent that I'm sure we've all seen before, played by Rob Hull. Um, so he's another one of the um, better you know, cameo actors yeah. in this movie. So I just, I just uh, want to mention something. So on the way as well, he's, uh, he's, he's sort of start to see his first bit of awkwardness as well. The, um, Peter, oh, yeah. when he sort of waves, when he notices all these people like being friends. And a lot of, a lot of this movie is comparing a platonic male friendship to just like, like here you can see he's like wanting to be in a relationship where previous movies, you see guys and girls holding hands, but here it's like two guys going for a run cold. or like, Hey, SA yeah. got HDs, all right? So it didn't, well, didn't muck around. <laughs> I want to get to a week where like we're all out of banked episodes yeah. and we're busy. And I'm just going to read your um, uni I don't know where it would be. I don't know where that hard we'll drive is. It. Like it could be anywhere, but that'd be, that'd be a ripper. Um, so anyway, and the movie and the song here is The Underdog as well. Another good song that will go on our playlist. Um, but he's, he sees the guys in the car and he does like an awkward hello to him, Like just the, hey guys. <laughs> and all four of them in the car just like <laughs> look at him like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he just does the like awkward look away like I didn't really look at you guys. Um, yeah. Sorry, you were, you were mentioning about uh, Tevin as well. This is where we get introduction into him. as Yeah, so the yeah. first thing we know about Tevin is he's watching a... <laughs> forwarded email of a grandma riding a Sibian machine. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> you got it from a guy in a fantasy football league. So it's really just that uh, stereotypical sort of yeah. male um, yeah. idea. So it's really sort of compare, comparing Peter to um, mm-hmm. one of those guys. Um, and yeah, sort of it drops interest in the Ferrigno deal, which is a big part of this movie and um, saying that he wants to help him out with it and sort of yeah, tag so team we, it with him. We, but... We find out that, yeah, Peter can't close the Frigno deal. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Tevin says, yeah, I'll team up with him to help him close. And I'll go 50-50 on the um, commish. Yeah. Um, but he wants to do it himself. And then he just yells out that, ah, uh, she's a squirter. <laughs> yeah. He's watching the uh, well, yeah, video. He, he just randomly, like, opens up to him. He's like, hey, so I took my girlfriend to, like, show this investment. And just, like, stops him halfway through. He's like, she's squirting. She's a squirter. Yeah. <laughs> And the audio in the background of that like <laughs> video yeah, is just so wrong. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> so wrong. Um, and yeah, it sort of and he sends it to him as well on a video on yeah, an so email. Yeah, I was say, and it starts playing on his. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even click open computer without him turning yeah. it on. Or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
uh, Zoic says um, she's going to have friends over tonight as well. She calls up mm-hmm. um, and just says, oh, yeah, I'll just have a beer with the guys after fencing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, sorry. And that's when Tevin sends a video <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the Sipian machine with the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Peter does fencing. Like, yeah. what a <laughs> rogue. I had that down here. I might. Well, like, of all, like, sports to play. Like, fencing's perfect yeah. for a guy like him. Yeah. So, um, I like how we're introduced to Peter doing fencing. He's actually pretty good at it, but he's saying like sweet bow gill. Yeah. He met his mate Gill. Um, and he's like, great bows. Like, he just tells him to fuck, fuck off. off. He's not happy <laughs> that, that, uh, Peter got him good. Yeah. Um, and then we get an Aziz Ansari and, uh, Nick Kroll, yeah. um, cameo. So they're two of his other fencing mates. Two big cameos as well. Probably, yeah, probably not at cameos. the time, but like, yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. Be... So a lot of the similar to sort of the Andy Samberg and Boyle's in it as well. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to find his real name. Joe Latrugia. Or his, oh no, his uh, character's name. Oh yeah, actually, I've, I just had the same problem. So I wrote his name down as Elmo, but I'll, <laughs> I'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one yeah. as we go. Um, but yeah, sort of that, oh, I love it. I love just the delivery of this line when Nick Kroll and Aziz Ansari's characters are just going at each other. He just goes, fuck you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> delivery on that, it's um, top notch. Um, and yeah, sort of, then Peter asks if the guys want to um, go get a beer um, and find out that Aziz Ansari's character, Eugene, is going on a bachelor party at Joshua Tree um, and mm-hmm. didn't invite him because he doesn't usually go out with him, which is 100% acceptable, but still awkward at the same time. Yeah, that's and that's a lot of Peter's character is that it's 100% acceptable, but it's just awkward. Yeah. So it's like, of course, if you're not, they're not going to invite you if they don't hang out with you yeah. all the time, but it's just awkward to have that conversation. Yeah, and he's um he drops as well that he's uh got engaged as yeah. well, and it's just like that really awkward. Oh, congratulations! Congrats. It's like good luck with yeah. that. <laughs> and Nick Kroll, I think Nick Kroll goes ah Mazoltov, like just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like I I just love that. Like it just emulates life so much of just like that awkward just passing conversation where you're like you're happy, but like it's just like okay. Yeah you know let's let's move on yeah i don't care Um, and then they sort of just like yeah we're gonna take off now and he does the awkward play you two record while you're there it's like (laughs) oh oh because of joshua too right (laughs) that's right (laughs) like jesus and that's like half of the funny post moments in the movie the best one's coming up later on when they're on their first mandate yeah um but yeah it's just him being awkward (laughs) so everybody laughed at that one too yeah (laughs) um yeah, and the next scene is so after that, Peter obviously can't see anyone, so he's got nowhere to go. Which is, is yeah. I've got to say, it is a horrible situation because I've been in that before. We're like, okay, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm just going to go hang out with these guys, and like, oh no, they already got plans. So I'm like, okay, so yeah. now I've just got to be oh, awkward and go home and ruin your <laughs> ruin your time. But um, well, like this this scene is always so awkward when so Peter goes home and um, is always having a girls' night at their house, and he's sort of going through the house, and he doesn't want to interrupt them at all, but they're sort of talking shit about Peter having no friends and how he's in a freakazoid. Yeah, it's harsh um, listening to that. Yeah, like, you feel for It's just so awkward. But they're talking about how they're worried about um, Barry cheating and um, Jamie Lee Presley's character goes, he's 40 pounds overweight with a Jufro and a small dick. <laughs> so she's not too worried about him Great cheating. line. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, the next one, Peter's in the kitchen and decides to make yeah. the girls just a tray of like the most beautiful looking drinks you've ever seen. Uh, yeah. root beer floats. Some with... sort of like hot chocolate or yeah, some like float yeah. situation with that straw. With the, um, yeah, like a chocolate straw that you usually yeah, get yeah, yeah. as well. It's just like so much work, so much effort and just looks amazing. Um, and then yeah, that's sort of when they, he sort of clicks on that 
the girls think he's a bit of a freak as well. It might be awkward if yeah. they don't have anyone walking down the aisle yeah. uh, with on um, for the wedding. Um, and Zoe sort of says, I think his best friend is his mum. Which yeah, she's... that's so sad. It breaks my heart. That's what I wrote. It breaks my heart. And he's and it's um, but it's so it'd be so true at the time as well. Like when do you think because you know the character by now, you're like you don't really yeah. have anyone. Like you're not close with Robbie, your dad clearly, and your mum is your closest relationship there. So she's probably spot on too. Yeah, and then like he sort of Zoe notices him in the kitchen through like a cracked. <laughs> Um, window oh not window crack door yeah and it's just so awkward like he comes into the room and they all know that they're talking about him and he's right there <laughs> it's all but, that, hey yeah like clapping when they see congratula- yeah. congratulating him and everything yeah he's like i feel so i feel so grown up <laughs> yeah okay ma'am yeah, yeah. Oh, oh thanks uh, ma'am. yeah <laughs> um but then he says to himself i gotta get some fucking friends yeah. <laughs> perfect so it sort of clicks to him that he doesn't have any friends and he probably didn't even realize before that point or like before this situation yeah, sort of, arrives that he's got no friends. Yeah, he sort of... Well, you, you find out as well that he had like just girlfriend after girlfriend. So yeah. he didn't really have time to sort of make those friends as well. So um, yeah, it's sort of like that click. It's like, holy crap. Like she's got like nine friends in that living room and I've got no one there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then we go to Andy Sandberg who... So we're at Andy Sandberg's work and he's a personal trainer um, at the gym. <laughs> Um, and we find out that Andy Samberg's character is bored pursuing, uh, pursuing gay guys and he's trying to get into straight guys now and he sort of has that relationship with that guy there. He does pretty good. Which as well, um, as, which as well goes on to like that sort of stereotypical like heterosexual man, but like played as a gay character in this in this movie as well. Yeah. It's yeah, just like I'm going to turn anyone no matter what. But it's like it's yeah. flipped on you because it's some it's a gay guy in the gym as well. Yeah. Um, then he says to the guy, see you around. The other guy goes, I hope so. So he doesn't know what he's even into. Um, but they're talking about oh, no, how sorry, he can meet sorry. friends. Goes, oh, yeah. Hey, did you see that wedding ring? Straight as an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he's really into Yeah. Uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, go for it, mate. I'll cut you oh, off. Yeah. Uh, and they're talking, he's talking to his brother about how he can meet friends as an adult. It's always an awkward situation and stuff. Um, he tells him to use the internet get mum to help you out. Um, if you see a good guy, ask him for a mandate, um, which are, you know, always awkward. And that's sort of the whole point of the movie. Yeah. See how awkward it is making friends as an adult. Um, and they're talking about what, what the rules of um, going on mandates. What is it? A casual lunch? Yeah. No dinners or anything? No dinners. What, no dinner, no movies. We're not trying to get these. Yeah. You're not, not going to take these guys to the Devil Wears Prada. And Peter goes, oh, I love that movie. And I just, (laughs) I love in that moment where you look at the two brothers, you're like, one's really well dressed and one's like sort of just like, yeah, how to pick up guys. It's like, who's the, who's the gay guy compared to who's the straight guy? Yeah. But yeah, that's what this movie does so well. It just treads that line. Um, And then we see Peter going on a, this is probably the first montage of the movie. There's a couple in here. Yeah. yeah, There's a few little montages, Um, but Peter goes on a few mandates. So the first is at Barry's poker night. Um, and we see Jay from Super Troopers yeah. um, Beer Fest. Um, so he's, excuse me, like he's a you know proper actor and he's in those all those Beer Fest movies. Yeah. But another cameo is there, um, and they're trying to play like a stereotypical boys poker night. When I'm sure we've both been there yeah. before and stuff. And like <laughs> Peter's just got no idea and he's never played before. Um, and he asks the guys, Beatles or the Stones, and like no one cares and no one wants to respond. Like, all in, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, and this at the, uh, Barry's sort of not happy that he has to, he's allowed to play, and he said, well, we're going to have sex with the lights on tonight uh, to make up for it, just like in Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, you know, he thinks about Jamaica a lot. Yeah, sort of <laughs> it must have been yeah. a good holiday. Yeah. Um, and then the next one's when we get, again, I don't know the guy's name, uh, but it's played by Joe Latruglio, um, who plays Charles Boy in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they're at a uh, Galaxy game. Well, first of all, is uh, Andy Samberg basically says, I'll give you like free time at the gym if you take my brother out just like to hang out. And he goes... But isn't he a PT? You like, must he's be, a PT yeah. too. Yeah. Or maybe he was just spotting no, a guy. No, he's, um, yeah, he was just spotting a guy. No, so... Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but they get to the Galaxy game and you don't hear him say a word oh. before this. And then he's just... He goes, I love soccer. This is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> and he's start, trying to start a chant. He's like, here we go, Galaxy. Here we go. <laughs> With his squeaky voice. And... Um, oh. trying to get everyone up and no one follows him and there's some guy behind him telling him to shut the fuck up and then just well I think like if if he was trying that hard at a proper football match people will actually join in oh, yeah, like, no one's going to be that cruel to him or at least yeah. or the, or the worst that it might get is just people snickering that like no one went yeah, along yeah, with yeah. the chat but other like no one's going to tell you to shut up well it's like you see that stereotypical asshole American guy in the crowd like that's what that guy played yeah. you've seen him in a few <laughs> movies so like he just yells at him tells him to shut up and I think as well then um, the MLS wasn't as big as what it is now as well so yeah, <laughs> it would be quite different um, the next thing is mom, his mum setting him up on a, a um, on a dinner date with um, mm-hmm. a guy Doug who I know him yeah. from uh, what's that for police uh, comedy he was on oh I'm not going to remember it um, but he had some he had some police show where he's sort of like oh that Reno nine Reno 9 yeah, yeah that's what I know him for he's in a lot of other movies yeah. as well but that's sort of my first sort of um, connection to him um, he plays a character quite well as well in this movie yeah but... Thomas Thomas Lennon that's it Thomas Lennon yeah, he was in uh, Reno 911 Crank Yankers um, I think he yeah. was in for a little bit as well yeah he was in uh, I Love You Man um, <laughs> he was in uh, 17 again yeah, he was in. He was in. Yeah. I remember him from Seventeen again. Um, so he's been. Is he in Crank Yankers? You're yeah, right. Yeah. No, I heard 100%. that. Oh, uh, there was some Facebook uh, video where he sort of met up with a bunch of YouTubers, and then they sort of listed mm. all his uh, IMDb credits and just sort of taking the piss out of him as they were doing it. Um, and then there's just the awkward thing is I, ca- I moved not long ago from Chicago. It's like Chi Town, Windy City, oh. and then he just doesn't know what to say, and he goes. Dub bears, <laughs> and then he's like, the sport, "Oh, the, the sports, the sports guys, yeah." yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's he does some he does some uh, impression of something, and he goes, "That just sounded like a leprechaun," which uh, definitely comes up a lot. <laughs> Keeps going in the well. yeah. Um, and the next one, he goes on like a an internet uh, friend date with Mel Stein. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, look like a guy in his forties, like late thirties. Um, just turns out to be. Some really, really old guy. I know he's actually... He's the oldest man we've ever seen. <laughs> he's yeah. actually in The Hangover as the guy that's getting the checkup. Um, when he's, oh, yeah, when yeah, 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 yeah. He's I like, can, I'll yeah, see yeah, you I'll on Monday. Him. And then he like shakes his head. <laughs> it's like the oldest body I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I just forgot it. I haven't seen The Hangover for ages. That's coming up too. Yeah, oh, I can't um, wait for that. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, just... He's like, how long have you been using the internet? He's like, oh, you're good at it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And yeah, we go back to the poker game and that's where we do the Beatles stones um, and no yeah. one's listening to him. And he says, I've got, he got, uh, Barry goes all in, he calls, he's got trip queens and he's like giving him yeah. a fist bump. He's really happy. Um, and then they're like, oh, what do you have? He's like, oh, I've just got, you know, five spades. He's like, oh, flush. 
He's like, got a flush, flush, like that. Let's, again, real <laughs> yeah, awkward. Yeah. Um, and he just mumbles, he's an, a- he's an asshole. He's like, what do you say? Yeah. I, said, I said, you're an asshole, Peter. What are you, what, what are you going in on that flop for? It was seven dudes suited on a rainbow rag flop. Take your fucking chips. Just, and Peter's like, I didn't know it was a rainbow. Yeah, yeah, so he's got like no idea what he's doing. <laughs> just trying to be such a nice guy, but yeah, just not yeah. working at all. Um, and then uh, the next is like a boat race as well, um, where uh, Barry and Peter are both the anchors. And they look brutal too, boat race. Like, it's, it looks like a... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I haven't, obviously we haven't been out for yeah. two years because of COVID, yeah. the spicy cough. Um, but... <laughs> I remember, like, we used to play... Every time I used to drink with my friends, we'd play King's Cup. Yeah. And, like, you couldn't wait to play it. And now I think I'll throw up after, like, the third card. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know if I can play these boat race games anymore. These guys are, like, 40. Well, I'm, I'm, um, I'm on beer pong now. And I keep filling up my cups less and less now whenever I play beer pong because it's getting harder and yeah. harder. Um, as long as it, like, doesn't move anywhere. Yeah, yeah. they're sculling, like, schooner. I reckon it's, like, a schooner's worth of um, yeah. beer all at once at least. The handle thing. Um, yeah, yeah probably just under a point, but still a big one. Uh, and he does the... Anyway, he beats, he beats him right at the end. And he does it, in your face, in your... And then one of the most iconic scenes is him projectile vomiting right into his face. He just keeps apologizing. Like, just doesn't know what to do, but he keeps apologizing. Yeah, yeah. And then just the camera pans to him because this is not cool. Get the fuck out. He's just drenched <laughs> in his vomit. Such a good scene. Um, and then the, the last one's him going back to that dinner at the front. Uh, um, with Doug. Yeah, Doug. And looks like it's the only one that's really gone well. Um, and says like, yeah, let's do it again. And they make another time and he just starts making out with him as he's like a deer in a headlights going like, what the hell just Very happened? aggressive too. It's yeah. a very aggressive kiss. <laughs> and they go for like a handshake thing and he just brings him in and starts making out with him. <laughs> like very aggressive. It's very well done. But I wrote down, uh, yeah, Doug makes out with him. I said pretty aggressive or pretty hot. So yeah. that was in my notes. Um, that's all good. Um, so the next scene, um, Zoe and Peter in their bed making out and sort of kissing and stuff. And Zoe says that she feels like she hasn't seen him for weeks. So mm. he's been on his mandates for a few weeks. Um, and she asked him if he's been smoking. No, she, um, no. That's where she, I wrote I this. She actually wrote, have you been kissing someone? I'm like, why couldn't you oh. be smoking? Like, that's, that's yeah. like, why do you go straight to kissing someone instead of, why have you been smoking? Like, that's, I was just baffled by, like, she immediately goes, have you been kissing someone? Yeah, that's a weird leap to take. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, like, pretty open with, and so it's sort of a theme later in the movie where he always tells the truth to Zoe yeah. and he sort of admits that he kissed the guy or a guy kissed him. Um, and that's where he sort of tells her that, um, he's trying to make friends for the wedding party because she's got all these friends and he feels like he has no friends and stuff. Um, yeah, sort of. And then they sort of bring up Barry as well of sort of like, Denise told yeah. me what happened. He's like, I threw up in his face. I, I threw up a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, a projectile vomited. That's a thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, sort of, then he's, they're going off to bed and she's like, can you go brush your teeth? It's really smoky. He's like, yeah, I've already done it a few times. So must be uh, yeah. <laughs> quite a smoker as well. <laughs> um, and he's like, he's, oh yeah, he got up in there. <laughs> um, and then he yeah, goes up and brushes his teeth, um, and flicks mm-hmm. to the next scene, which is at Lou Frigno's open house. And we've got the yeah, yeah, yeah song that's in this one, which is another good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's- also, I was thinking like, was the idea for it to be a Lou Frigno? Cause it's quite a, I don't know if it's a real, his, his real house or anything. Yeah. Or I was going to look that They up just put too. a statue in front of the house, but like. 
It's just a unique, very unique choice to have it be Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, well, I don't know if it was like, um, uh, like just the best available or something. Or it'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how well, they. You'd have to change the whole script and everything. Yeah, like, it's a. I, I don't know whether they just like, all your ducks have been around. I'm just thinking like maybe they pop the Lou Ferrigno statue at the front, but it'd be even it'd be yeah. so much better if that was actually his house. Mm. Um, and then we get intro to um sydney for the first time so he sees him eating at the open house um and he thanks him for um being eating and no one else eats at the house and sydney says he always wanted a house with a lou frigno statue out the front yeah Um, so this is the perfect (laughs) house for him uh it says here sorry that lou frigno's house which of course does not actually belong to the hulk star in real life anyway disappointing yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think this is actually a listing for the no, it doesn't actually have how much it is oh. but yeah we, we could have got it anyway it's got the um, it's got the uh, address here it's um, one electric court in the Mount Olympus area of the Hollywood Hills if you're interested there we go if you guys want to buy it it's up for sale I think there's a really uh, a Lou Frigno <laughs> yeah <laughs> Lou Frigno statue at the front too um, sorry, um, mate, I cut you off. But yeah, we get intro into uh, um, Sydney. Yeah, so we sort of intro to Sydney's character, and he we realize about all his nature how he's really honest. He can really read people really well. So he talks about some guy, some young couple who Peter thought were going to buy the house, but Sydney says he's not going to buy the house, and you know he just wants to mm. show off to the girl he's with. And he says, "What he rocked up in an Audi, which was thirty k, yeah. but." that's not enough money to buy this house and stuff. So he realized he's a pretty smart dude and pretty good at reading people. Yeah. Yeah. He's very socially switched on this guy, which I think yeah. is really good. It, it, they do it well to compare, um, Peter with, uh, Sydney yeah. and sort of pair them up in that way. Um, in this movie. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, the big, the big scene here is when he says the guy needs to fart, but he doesn't know the girl well enough to do it in front of her. And he just, he yeah. breaks it down like a play by play. Um, he's like, he goes, yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good move. Go look at that over there. And he li- watched the leg. Boom, that's a fart, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's, he's crop dusting in your open house. It's a disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy says to him, he's like, oh, no, nah, I don't think I want to buy it. It might be a bit too small. <laughs> and then <laughs> Sydney says, totally. And it smells like fart. <laughs> and you can see on the guy's face too, he's like, hey, you yeah, bastard, he how did you know that? <laughs> Why are you saying yeah. this shit? Um, yeah, sort of says... He's got no interest in buying the house, full disclosure. Um, I come to these things because there's good food and um, single women. Um, and then he's just like, thank there's, you for uh, Sorry, yeah, divorce, new, uh, new divorcees. Yeah. I think that's that's his, what he's going for, yeah. Yeah, we see one later on in the movie <laughs> as well. Um, and they exchange cards as well where we find out Sydney's an investor. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, just sort of um, chatting about that. And you can sort of see that they've made a connection. He's got to go to another open house. <laughs> he yeah. walks well, up. He talks about how good his uh, how good his sun dried tomato aioli yeah. was. That's pretty wholesome. I'm not a fan of sun dried uh, tomato as well. Um, <laughs> I had some with my lunch today. To be honest, Ooh, hello, it was, it was good. He, uh, he jumps he jumps the couch in that conversation pit as well, and he just walks off and goes hello, <laughs> just randomly yeah. to those people. It's a, Jason Siegel can just make a moment out of anything as well. He's yeah. a great actor, and it's one of uh, Peter's early awkward. Um, one-liners, but he goes, my pledge. That's right, yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> subtle. Song, they're, just, they're, they're getting yeah. you in there early, the subtle one. I like that. Um, and then the next scene as well is uh, him going to the gym and he's um, mm-hmm. calling 
is sort of mulling over whether he should call him or not to Robbie. Yeah, so he's talking to his brother about how there's no rules for male friendship, mm. which kind of it's pretty true. To be yeah, because it's like the expectation uh, you've all got your friends early, and you know you sort of fall yeah. in with all the other people. Um, but. Yeah. Like, I know me, if I didn't have sport, I don't think I'd have any friends. Like, I just had my family that was pretty much yeah. all work. Like, that's it. So, I think it's a it's an interesting topic. It's not wrong. Yeah. Um, but he's... Robbie's saying goodbye to a guy. He goes, great set, take five. I'll come and rub you down. <laughs> so, he's going to rub down another straight guy. Um, he goes, thanks for hooking me up with Alma, which is uh, Boyle's character, yeah. I guess. And then, yeah, that's when he's spotting the dude. So, he mustn't just be spotting him. He's not an actual PT. Yeah. But I never realized what he was saying. Like, I thought it was just like yelling. Oh, really? Like, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. He's saying everything you got, yeah? Yeah, it's a, everything, everything you got. got. Everything you got. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I just, I look at the guy, I looked at the guy doing the bench press and I'm like, how are you not breaking right now? Like, I would be, I would be. And you would hope that wasn't a real weight because he would have just lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Such a good scene. It always sticks in my head. And yeah, him, his character just, I think it just goes to Joe Latruglia where he just can have that like couple of moments of the movie. Like he doesn't have anything yeah. else really after this except for the wedding. Um, and it was mm. it's just absolute gold. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to be in that wedding party too much. <laughs> Not at all. Like... Uh sorry, mate, you keep going. Uh, but then uh yeah, Peter's at work and he's sort of overthinking uh calling sydney so he doesn't want to be awkward he doesn't know what really to say on the phone or anything and he's sort of muttering the whole conversation to himself before the call and i think i do that before every work meeting yeah <laughs> so i can definitely see where he's coming from i'll do that when i'm ordering fish and chips i'm shocking i'll get so yeah, anxious yeah. over the smallest things it's like, like oh yeah i'll have uh, two flake i'm like all right i got it i'll like audition for I'll have two socks chips. i'm like oh shit oh, hang up oh, phone. No. sorry guys i'll call <laughs> That's me done for the week. Uh, sorry, Joe Latruga's oh, yeah. character's played Lonnie. Uh, called Lonnie. So I don't even think Lonnie, there's any reference right. to it. But No, yeah. I don't think so either. I just had to get that. I had to um, look that one up. Um, um, and it, so he's aw- yeah, he's awkwardly calling Sydney and he's like, he gets his uh, voicemail. And of course, the first thing he says is, hi, Peter, it's Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> so like he's like that first intro, but he's just... Um, being really awkward and it's sort of going on for too long. It's such a long message as yeah. well. Um, halfway through, he gets distracted by the co-worker as well, like as she's walking past, yeah. like in the middle of the conversation, forgets where he is. And he's like, just give me a call whenever you get a moo. Uh, get, get a, a moo, moment. yeah. He's like, oh God, it's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. It's like cringy. It's like physically he cringy. He does it yeah. so well as well, yeah. which because like I'm watching it and I, I, whenever I watch something awkward, I like literally curl up into a ball, like physically it hurts me to watch something awkward. I've gotten better at that. Like I used to be able to not be able to finish cringy videos yeah. and stuff. I remember, um, like people, like, it's probably fake, but what's that beauty in the geek show? Oh, like, yeah. That was so hard. To, it's probably fake now. I think about it, but well, that's, yeah. that's still going on too. Um, yeah. Uh, but I know like Sabina like bags me out. Like, cause I literally like, I can't look yeah, at the screen it. and yeah. it's so bad. But, like if I'm watching some people, like on a YouTube video where like they're pranking people in real life, like you know like I, I can't watch it because I'm like I, I don't yeah. know how people do that it just yeah I just feel like physically like it wrenches me but yeah so this movie was hard at first but it gets <laughs> I think it gets easier the more you watch it um, and yeah sort of uh, what have we got now um, yeah he hangs up the phone as well and he goes fuck <laughs> yeah. just oh, yeah fuck. really stuff that one up um, and then it's the girls at their work as well so the mm. um, Haley, Denise and Zoe all work together 
Do they um, like own some sort of weird retail clothing yeah, shop sure. or something? Yeah, not sure what it is. Not quite sure what they sell. Um, and then Denise drops. It. She's trying to get pregnant, and Haley's got the best line in here, where she goes, "Ew!" <laughs> like, and they're meant to be really happy, and she's like, "Sorry, I just thought of it. He's so big, and you're so tiny." And it's like, "Why are you visualizing that?" But yeah, <laughs> just absolutely love that bit from Haley. Um, and this is where Peter enters as well, just to sort of check mm-hmm. in on the girls and see how they're doing. Um, and that's when he gets a call from, uh, oh, sorry. He asked, yeah. asked, uh, Peter, how's the manhunt going? Which is <laughs> very different to what yeah. he's actually trying to do. <laughs> um, not too, not too far from no, not too honest. far off. No. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of awkward for him that they know that he's trying to make friends. So it's that awkward extra layer for Peter. Yeah. Um, but then Sydney finally calls Peter back. Um, they sort of chat to each other about, you know, the open house and everything. Yeah. And I like how the girls are whispering to each other that it's a mandate. It's like, it's a mandate. Yeah. They're organizing a mandate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they've all, I think, how does he end it? He goes, um, see you in a GIF. Yeah. Another one who's, <laughs> and he can't even, half himself. yeah, even Zoe's just like, see you in a GIF. But again, it's just like someone that likes someone so much, but they just don't know what to say. So it's just yeah, yeah. really well. Um, compared it's like peter's got a boyfriend and then Haley goes and i don't it's like why does everything have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. why does everything have to be about you it's because i'm single <laughs> yeah um well i think i forgot to mention that the boys agreed to go out for dinner yeah. at or like drinks at some bougie some sort of mexican it, bar or something like oh, that something bar and like grill because they have fish tacos grill, so yeah yeah i never had fish tacos but this movie almost they makes could. you want to taste it well it's like a flake in a taco okay. what's wrong with that well yeah like if yeah. it's flake I can do with it but if it was like a really strong fish I'm not a no nah, they go pretty white white fish okay I'll take that yeah it's good you'll like it um, so the boys are on a date well, not a date um, but it's just drinks because he doesn't want to ruin his rule of uh, mandates yeah. uh, with dudes I think he had his no bad dinner. experience with Doug yeah, he's, he's, so uh, he doesn't Robbie want to have that again you don't want another tongue fucking <laughs> like last yeah, time yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so he's opening up with Sydney about sort of his relationship with Zoe and he says, yeah, I started, you know, going out right after I broke up with my last girlfriend. Um, and Sydney says probably the best line of the movie and the lag between the badge. <laughs> just sort of has, and it starts to explain it to Peter as well. Just sort of how naive, um, that he is. Can I just say this scene yeah. makes me want to go to a bar with a friend like so bad. Oh, I know. That's what I said too. All right. This restaurant seems lit. <laughs> I was just like, it, it's, it's I don't even know if the restaurant's that good. It looks packed and squashed, but I'm like, I just want to go mm. and out somewhere and drink with someone. Like just, just, I could spend five hours sitting at a table eating and drinking. Like that's, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I think we should do, I think me and you will book that in. We'll do the podcast in like some really yeah, we'll busy. <laughs> but, like what? Yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Um, yeah. Yeah, so Sydney asks Sydney asks him how the sex is, and he goes, "The sex is good." Like, and he goes, "Oh, your your voice yeah. went up. You're not being truthful." So he's really sort of reads those social sort of cues, uh, really socially yeah. aware. Um, and he met, drops that she doesn't give uh, BJ's, or he says like, "No." He goes, oh, <laughs> "I wish she enjoyed," and then he stops and goes, "What? Well, getting him in the tush?" Yes, no. <laughs> Oral sex. <laughs> so that's his assumption. Oh, that. she doesn't like to yeah. put it in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, I don't know, he said something. Um, says he is happy with something not so serious. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Is this your <laughs> Another one. That's, that's, a line, that's a line for this yeah. week. Um, yeah. So, and then the next, he says, 
uh, Pistol It's the Best. And so he drops mm-hmm. his uh, nickname so easily and a great nickname that his nickname is Pist- Pistol, you know, Pistol Pete, Pistol Pete, which is actually a reference yeah. to Pistol Pete Maravich, who's the all-time... The basketball player. Um, yeah. Was the all-time scorer in college basketball as well. Uh, point scorer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure this is uh, Peter's first ever nickname. I'm going to assume... Yeah, I said definitely. Yeah, yeah had yeah. no idea what was ha- what happens. <laughs> yeah, so they order unless there's a, ser- um, a four year old Serbian that could be uh, a yeah, previous nickname as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> just from his dad. That's brutal, Ivan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my son Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the boys order the fish tacos, and he goes, "No, this is the best fish tacos ever." Like yeah. rated, so they they have dinner together, and it's another little montage of them. Sort of getting to know each other and having drinks and everything. Again, this just and makes like, me want to go out, like drinking yeah, scotch yeah. and like just being, just being <laughs> drunk and being out and talking and just like enjoying being out. I'm like, get me out of here. <laughs> what do we got? Like another uh-huh. month? We got another month or so. Uh, by the time this is out, we can probably get. Yeah, out. true. So this is a dated conversation. Right. Adam and I will be having drinks while you're <laughs> yeah. listening to this, guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they talk about like they're having like just bullshit conversations, like oh, hybrid cars. I thought you were talking about hybrid animals. So like, like just talking shit. Yeah. And he does. Uh, City does his great Andre the Giant impression, which is like hello, is pretty really lady. Deep voice. Yeah. <laughs> and then he does the anybody want a peanut? And that's actually like a it's it's a semi blooper of him like doing a spit take, but that's, they kept that in the movie as well because um, as from the Princess Bride when. Um, yeah. Andre the Giant's just making up, like, all, spinning all of his words. And he's like, he says at the end, stop that, and I mean it. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. So good. It's so good. I'll say it. <laughs> um, great movie. Uh, uh, so he says um, they're leaving, oh, yeah. and he says he didn't ask him about his, if he wants real estate. And basically just finds yeah. out, no, I just want to catch up because he seemed like a cool guy. And, cool dude, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll catch up um, again. And he goes, you got it, Jobin. Yeah, <laughs> just oh my God, stops mate. him dead in his tracks. <laughs> and it's like, where does Joven come Joven. from? There's no like Joe. There's no reference. Like I got no, no idea. It's like, what does Joven mean? It's like it means nothing. I'm drunk. Yeah. Like, he's like just so disappointed with himself. And they get like, and it's like, I'm gonna get you a proper nickname. It's like you've got my details. Yeah, he goes, yeah, I got you stored in my iPhone. Yeah, I'm like, just stop, Peter. <laughs> just cannot just stop. stop. Um, yeah. And yeah, he, he gets home and he sort of just says that he had a. Um, just tells Zoe that he had a mandate and she asked him if yeah. she asked him if he threw up in his face and he said no I didn't which is <laughs> you know good, good step um, yeah so he's finally got found himself a friend yeah. um, the next scene they're back at Peter's office and Tevin I wrote down his name as like Kevin or something or Devin I'm like no it's actually yeah, it's, look Tevin. Like, it's Tevin yeah, so just weird. to be that extra layer of annoying um, but he just like tickles Peter um, oh, behind him, so just like, yeah, just a really annoying unit. And he asks about the open house, um, and they discuss about how Tevin's uh, marketing tactics are, like so aggressive. And he's got his M Night Shyamalan cookies <laughs> leave behind pictures, which is just like a brochure he leaves behind. It's just like a black and white photo. Of him. There's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. Um, but the best ones as well. It talks about his bus bench ads. Like, no, I don't have any. And he's like, what about urinal cakes? He's like, do you use them? Yeah. Yes when I pee he's like no well, I know he talks about like P.F. Chang's Fud Ruckers you go into any of those stores and um, you'll see a urinal cake with my face on it I've had people come up to me going um, I've had people come up to me going uh, don't I know you from somewhere he's like yes you pissed on my face friend <laughs> yeah 
Um, yeah, Set, uh, is trying to get him to split the listing, um, and he's basically yeah. shot him down again. He's backs up and he hits one of the co-workers. And goes, "Watch yourself, big girl." Just an absolute. Yeah, pig. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm about to say that just in the office. Pig, yeah, you would not yeah. get away with that. Um, not now. Yeah, and he calls. That's when he calls up um, Sydney. Says that it's Pistol, and he doesn't know who it is. Which I've done that before. I've said, "Oh, hey, it's yeah. Wacky." He's like, "What?" I was like, uh, "Michael, yeah. Michael Glowacki." <laughs> yeah, what's he? He's working like a dog. Yeah, it works like, like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they agree to go to sort of Muscle Beach in 30 minutes for his lunch break. And again, he goes, um, I'll see you there. I'll see you in another time. And then he goes, that's confusing. I don't know where they're going to... He's like, no, I'll be there. I'll He's like, all right, let us on the Minji. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what did I just say? Like, he's very conscious. Oh, God. Um, so then we, the next scene is they're at the sort of boardwalk beach together and we get intro to his... Beagle and Pug combo. Um, Anwar Sagat, named after the Egyptian ruler or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's, Anwar Sadat was an Egyptian uh, president that got assassinated yeah. in like 87 or something like that. Um, and uh, he's, so they named the Beagle after him. And his daughter actually tried to sue the movie um, because of they used his likeness. So they tried to get an apology out of it. I don't I like how they admit how much you look like the yeah. dog. Like, I'm not using my likeness. Yeah, yeah I don't know if it was a likeness, true, but just for using <laughs> yeah. his name. His um, name, yeah. But yeah, so he tried to sue the film. I don't know how far it went with that, but what could you really do, yeah. to be honest? Um, and, um, we see Sydney just wearing some Uggs down the yeah, boardwalk. So and just a very rogue unit doing whatever he wants. Um, and he's talking about how good Peter's open house skills were, and they're yeah. talking about how... Tevin wants to split it 50-50, but he's saying not for him to do that. Um, so, you know, it really shows that um, Sydney cares about Peter and everything and yeah. his open houses. And then um, he just lets his dog take a shit on the pavement and he doesn't clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, there's a, a lot more culture about people cleaning dog shit these days. But I remember when I was a kid, you would just see dog shit everywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, that was just part of life. Absolutely. Like, I got um, in my yeah. career ground, if we see one, like, dog shit, we're, like, appalled. Where it's, like, back in the day, it was just, like, yeah, it's just, yeah that's, you're right. Just dog shit everywhere. Good... Remember when dog shit used to be white? Remember those days? <laughs> you stay there for Jesus. that long. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, oh, that were the best. Unbelievable that was the times. best. You could just pick it up with your hands yeah. and chuck them whatever you wanted. Just eat it, not, yeah. Not that you do, but, you know, you could have. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, he sort of doesn't pick up for his dog, and then the guy steps in his shit. He goes, you mind your own fuckhole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it basically leads into a conversation just saying like, he's a man, he's got testosterone um, and he needs to get it out. Um, so sometimes I just yell. And it's like when the last time he just yelled and that leads into them standing under the pier and Peter's sort of just going, bah, bah. Yeah, he's really self-conscious and really in his head. So yeah. he can't physically scream loud. It's sort of a turning point here as well. Like just thinking about it with you, like it's sort of that, when he does swan and let out that yell, it's sort of like a, oh yeah, like it's not that bad. Like who gives a shit? Um, yeah. So it's a bit of that sort of turning around. Um, yeah. Pete's yelling. <laughs> he just yells that much that sort of everyone stops <laughs> doing it, just looking at yeah, him. Yeah. Everyone knows they're doing it. Yeah. And he goes from not being able to do it to not being able to stop at all. <laughs> and the next scene is uh, them going to Sydney's house, which they make a good, I was reading up about this. They don't actually see his house. He only, um, see his man cave like you never actually yeah, you see, see the front of his house but that house must be really expensive oh yeah like, 
a like little shack just off Muscle Beach. Oh yeah, fucking <laughs> million. So he must be doing it right for himself. Make yeah, an absolute mint. And these are the things I never noticed when I was like a teenager watching these yeah. movies. When you're like, oh, yeah. that's that's a sick piece of real estate. Yeah, uh, that's kind the, of sad. The fact that he can buy a bumper car. Um, he he, he, yeah. he beat Carnival Kid like ninety eight or something for in a yeah, bidding yeah. war on eBay, and he's just got a bumper car with like no connection to any tracks. Just sitting um, there. Sitting there. Um, just said he's going to take him to his man cave. And they go inside, and he's like, "Oh, here's a, some photos." He's like, ah, photographers. <laughs> yeah, and he asks him for a beer. He goes, "Yeah, I'll sink a yeah. beer." I'm like, stop, <laughs> shut yeah. up. Um, and then there's, he shows him a photo of him as a kid. And it says West Lakes High, and uh, Jason Segel actually went to West Lakes High. Uh, um, that makes when sense, he was younger, yeah. so it's pretty cool. That I don't know if it was actually him being the short guy or not, but um, yeah, it'd be yeah, interesting to see if, if he did like shoot that. up that far. Um, I know in How I Met Your Mother, there was a lot of jokes about him being the runt of the family, but he's... Yeah, <laughs> but everyone else was like 6'8". Yeah. yeah. As <laughs> um, when he goes in the conversation about the jerk-off station as well. Like, I just love it. Yeah. He's got like a bong, tissues, condoms, and just like... <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice the bong first. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what's going on, going on over there? He goes, oh, yeah, that's where I jerk off. Yeah. So I was like really <laughs> open so about casual. it. Yeah. Um, look, I, I gotta say, if I said that to one of my friends, I don't think they'd sit around with me like just so casually. Yeah, it won't be as casual yeah, as that. Yeah, not at yeah. all. Um, he said, do you bring your divorcees in here? He's like, oh, they don't go, into- this is the man cave. They don't bring them in here. Yeah. We've got a joke off station for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he asked Pete about when's the last time he masturbated. <laughs> and he says that he did it last week. And when Zoe went to the farmer's market, he used a picture of her in a bikini that he took and he just stops and he goes, you jacked off to a picture of your own girlfriend. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. That is weird. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. weird. I know. <laughs> Just before that, um, Sydney says that he masturbates right, like yeah. into condoms. Yeah. Like that's just that's a weird setup. <laughs> I don't know if that's the most fric- comfortable it's setup. And it can last longer yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, like why would you want that? Um, um, that's when he gets a call from Zoe. He said it is. Ears might be burning. It's like he's probably heard it. Yeah. probably heard that you jacked off to a picture of it. <laughs> um, as they get into a conversation, like he says he's playing hooky from work, and then after the call, he's yeah. like, "Oh, why did you tell her that?" He's like, well, you know, he said, you're one of the most uh, honest people I know. He's like, yeah, but sometimes I choose not to share information with, with um, people. So sort of makes that distinct, distinct. Yeah, he's, he's a very complex character very. in Sydney. Like, you don't know if he'll be a good friend to you or not, or like, he's a bit too much of a weird unit. Yeah, you like... It really strays the line between... Like, he's just trying to be that sort of... Massive weirdo. ...free yeah. guy, but then reality sort of hits him as well a lot in this movie too. Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about soon enough um and he says the, uh he's not going to play 18 holes with girls um and he's like oh, i did that with zoe not long ago <laughs> he goes it sounds like a fucking nightmare <laughs> <laughs> um and he notices his drum kit in the background um and that drum kit's actually an exact replica of keith moon from the who's setup so like they made an exact replica of that which is pretty cool yeah, the prop guy just must have been a massive nerd or something. Yeah. Like, no, nah, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and it's like, what do you do? Oh, I'd just probably say I'm an axe man. And he goes, ah, oh, sweet guitar. Like, it just changes <laughs> that little bit just to make it so yeah. awkward. Um, and that's where they sort of share their love for Rush here as well. He sees that um, poster and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, Rush is the best band of all time. Oh, yeah. How about of all time? <laughs> yeah, of yeah. all time it's a very Rick Tamlin just yeah. sort of thing to say yeah have it all time yeah we learned that Peter used to slap the bass in high school jazz band he used to slap the bass um, which was the bigger part of the movie <laughs> um, but yeah they say we should jam together one time and uh, 
Peter says, totes my goats. <laughs> totes my goats. <laughs> just oh, dead silent. Um, and he goes, okay, well, I better hit it to it. <laughs> just, yeah. um, and then he does this sweet hanging and he does the most awkward, like, man hug, like, sort of, yeah, hey, yeah, God, yeah. just so bad. Um, <laughs> he calls him City Slacker. City yeah, slacker. I'm just so, so like, what did you write? Did you write? Did you say city slicker or city sucker? It's like, like city, city slacker. Like city slacker. It's like when he goes to city yeah. slacker, like that. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ. And then he, they get into the conversation about sort of how he's trying to find that nickname for him. Yeah. And then he's he's, he's finally walking out, and he goes, "Later on, my mush." And it's just, just yeah. no idea what he's trying to say there. Oh. Um. And then yeah, the next <coughs> next scene is them heading into the office, back to Pete's office. Yeah. Yeah, so they're in Peter's office and he gets a call from Lou Frigno and Lou isn't happy that they haven't sold the house yet. He's talking about how successful his open houses are. Um, but then Sydney comes into the office and it's kind of weird that some guys just joining, like going to some guys' work. Like, you wouldn't go to your friend's work, would you really? No, to, like, especially like, it's hang still out and talk very to fresh him. as well with those guys. And you just, yeah. You know, just yeah, yeah, in. yeah. But it's sort of, I think it sort of plays on the, yeah, it, it, it does, they do well to play on the idea that like, he really doesn't have that much going on and he values this friendship with Peter almost just as yeah. much as Peter does. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. Um, yeah, and then he starts... So, Lou Frigno is very angry on the phone um, and Sydney comes in acting like the Hulk and it's like the classic, you know, Lou Frigno plays the Hulk <laughs> and he goes, don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. It's like all these Hulk jokes and everything. So, just before that, he goes in to see the receptionist. He's like, oh, Leanne, that was yeah. my mother's name. He's like, what was yeah. it? Was so like, that's probably his line know, every time. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> but he uses it again later on too, so you know he yeah. does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, don't make him angry. You don't want to see him when he's angry. Um, and he sort of does the, the shredding of his top just in front of all his co-workers. So awkward. Um, and he gets off the phone and goes, what's up? Hulk busting your balls? <laughs> so casual. Um, and yeah, says talks about like he's rare, got a rare blood type, AB negative, I think. Um, yeah. and says he tries to donate uh, every few weeks he's like oh that's really noble that's nice and he goes there's a nurse there that I want to fuck so bad <laughs> yeah um, and then he yeah, talks about how his friends bailed on him which is sort of a bit of foreshadowing as well um, mm-hmm. and he invites him over for some leftover kookaroo which yeah I'm like what's kookaroo I looked it up it's a restaurant uh, it's like meant to emulate a um, the, it's onomatopoeia reference to uh, the sound a rooster would make um, but it's, uh, yeah. it's broiled chicken basically but okay. uh, he goes it sounds as yeah. appetizing as a, as a big pile of, of dirt <laughs> or something <laughs> and he goes yeah. and he goes I still want to hang out despite that <laughs> despite that call <laughs> yeah so it's like this is another montage yeah. of the boys sort of hanging out and finally having their band practice um, they agree to with the totes my goats so they have to stick to it <laughs> Um, but yeah, the boys are playing, was it Tom Sawyer yeah. by Rush? Um, and they're, yeah, just becoming best friends on the, on, um, the pl- they, on the playlist as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and they're on the, uh, boardwalk again and Bowser's is what he calls people that look like their pets. <laughs> I love that. I love that name too. Cause I've seen it before as well. Yeah. And I think on the Simpsons, they did a whole, um, there yeah. was a section of it where they, um, had it. So you you've got your background on there, and every time you take a drink, it's like completely invisible. So it's like like you know, it's like it's, it's, it's like you're just miming a sip every single time. And I'm like, this is impressive. Maybe I am. <laughs> yeah, he's pulling that. Is that looking any different? It's like yeah, your drink's like a horse. <laughs> it's amazing. 
Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's so good. Yeah. Um, sorry, <laughs> I just had to get that out. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's next. Next thing's where a gym junkie steps into his poo, like one of those massive muscle guys. And he it's goes, huge, I just it? stepped in your dog's crap. Now I'm going to make you eat it. And you sort of think he's going to front up to him like last time. And he just goes, run, Peter, run. <laughs> um, yeah. So he picks his battles pretty carefully. Yeah. He's, uh, he helps yeah. in a open house as well, where he says, this house is exquisite. I'm, I'm going to put an offer in. Um, so just sort of helping him out there. You see Anwar Sadat in the Time magazine um, on his wall. <laughs> yeah. And the dog looks at it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, he gets the he gets a phone call from Sydney when he's at home when he's talking to Zoe, mm-hmm. and he said, "Shut up! Did it smell weird?" Like, yeah, he goes, "Does it smell weird? Is it is it discolored?" Yeah. <laughs> so like they're talking about yeah, something ground on Sydney, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, they're just jamming to Rush and some neighbor banging on the door. Shut the fuck up! Yeah. <laughs> Not soundproofed at all that garage as well, so it'd be quite loud. Um, yeah, and, um, and they show him going sort of hiking. With a few of uh, Sydney's mates, one of them being David Crumholtz, which we yeah. spoke about with the Superbad episode. Um, and Peter is killing it fencing. Um, and you see that Sydney goes and watches him a few times, and they're sort of, yeah. you know, becoming best friends and seeing each other's hobbies and stuff. <laughs> he does a suck it, Gil. <laughs> As yeah. um, and then they're jamming again. And he's got the double bass, like the, the two, the double necked bass, which is yeah, yeah. amazing. Um, Sydney stacks it. So I wrote Sydney stacks. I was like, oh yeah, like the footy player. <laughs> the, the footy player. Yeah. Um, and ends with, oh, my fucking ass. <laughs> um, yeah, so did, obviously they met Monta, I don't know how many months or whatever. Like like we said, we don't know how long between the, yeah. the engagement and the wedding. But well, a few weeks or so, yeah. Yeah, sort of start to realise that they're really getting, really getting close as well. Um, and then they, so it's sort of, this is a bit of a montage scene as well with a few things going yeah. on um, together, but they show the hiking sort of group go back to Sydney's house um, and he thought they were all going to go in to have a few drinks six foot, or an eight, six, uh, foot six, in, six foot sub. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they all a lot of a bit older and they have families and one of them has to grade tests yeah. or um, grade homework or something. So it really shows that Sydney doesn't really have any friends of his own and all his friends are sort of maturing and having families and yeah. having full-time jobs and it showed us him being quite lonely as well which is quite a parallel not really a parallel but sort of intersects with yeah. what um, Peter's feeling as well yeah um, and he yeah he sort of says he's going to stay with him and eat some of the six foot sub with him he couldn't let him do it by himself so just shows how nice of a guy Peter is compared to sort yeah. of the other guys or how he's not saying the other guys are bad guys, but he's just sort of thinking about him a little bit more. Um, yeah. And then yeah, he takes takes it back to Zoe's house, and it's like, well, they still probably got like three foot, like four foot. Left yeah, I was gonna write. They still got like two to three foot of stuff <laughs> they took home with him, and they're just like picking out the deli meat. Yeah, <laughs> well played. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then he sort of um, touches him with him, uh, touches him in there, sort of like how he slaps the uh, plays bass. He's like, oh yeah, I slapped the bass big time. It's like, what is that? It sounds like a leprechaun. So another reference there. And he just goes through so many like shit impressions. Like, slap bass. It's like one of them sounds reggae. Yeah. Reggae. It's <laughs> the Borat. Slap in the bass. Yeah. <laughs> slap bass. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, sort of Zoe says she's never heard of Rush. And he's like, you yeah. never heard of Rush? Exit the warrior. Today's Tom Soy. <laughs> just trying anything. Um, and then yeah, he plays the... 
He talks just sort of drops how he invited Sydney to the engagement yeah, dinner yeah. as well, which is a bit of a big moment. So he might hook him up with uh, Haley, um, mm-hmm. and he shows her a rush, and he's playing it on the. Uh, he's so excited for it. He's playing it on his little iPad on his um, laptop. And his just, laptop speakers, yeah, it's just very it's, underwhelming. And I'm, yeah, I'm like, I've, exactly I've been there listen. before as well, like trying yeah, to show someone, too, yeah. like, listen to this, and then they're like just sort of staring blank. You're like, no, no, this is like, yeah. if it was loud, it would be so much better. <laughs> um, and we get the a slap of the bites, a slap of the bears, yeah. and he's just really overly excited. This, yeah. Well, he's doing his uh, air bass up the top. It's like, is that where you play bass? Like, it's actually down there, but air bass has to be yeah. high. Yeah, it's like, it's, slapping it's the bass. always the case as well. Whenever you see someone playing yeah. bass, they're always like right up at the shot. Yeah, and licking the tongue. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's just like, he's just so giddy as well. It's just so nice, so wholesome to see. Um, and yeah, the next one is the big engagement dinner that they're having at Hop Louis, I think it was. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that was right. And. <laughs> This is one of Barry's best moments in this, but uh, Robbie's brings his uh, that gym partner, the straight guy that was um, mm-hmm. engaged, um, and Zoe and Sydney uh, introduced to each other for the first time, which is quite a big moment uh, for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and they introduce Haley to Sydney, um, and then yeah, she just looks crazy from the from the get go. She's like really nervous. Yeah. She's just like fidgeting and saying weird things. Yeah. Um, and this is when Barry and Denise come in and Barry's just been a complete dick. Like, and they're just yeah. bickering to each other about having to well, be he thought it was just a He thought it was just a drop by. <laughs> it's like, it's, like, it's no, a it's best a... friend's engagement. It's like, yeah, we're just going to drop by. Yeah. It's a best friend's engagement. I thought it was just a drop by. Yeah. No. Um, that's when they sort of, uh, then the girls leave and it's just Barry and um, Pete left there by themselves. And it's just, yeah. he's just so not, he's just, giving him absolutely nothing um it flashes as well then to sydney and Haley, and he's like oh sex on the beach and she's like sometimes <laughs> you never know yeah <laughs> just so awkward so giddy so awkward yeah um and yeah barry's just hating pete he's asking like if he plays any instruments he's like talking about the piano in his house he's like the decorator put it there yeah. it's like i don't know how to play it yeah it's like, I slept the bass. It's like, yeah, I don't play yeah. instruments. <laughs> just, no, just completely shutting down the conversation at any chance that he gets. Um, and then yeah. next thing you see is Denise talking to like uh, the his mum and like the owner of the restaurant. And Barry comes in and goes, smells like a fucking pet shop in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the best, man. Wow. He's so brutal. Um, and yeah, they got their, they say, oh, the banquet room's open. Um, and just reminds yeah. me, I don't know if you've ever been to, you went to Diamond Palace in my neck of the woods. Like we made when we went younger. I don't think so. It's just a Chinese restaurant in Sunshine, but it was like yeah. the Chinese oh, restaurant yeah. that everyone goes to. And it just, yeah, reminded me of that so much. Yeah. And they get like the, the back, the banquet room area with like the ma- massive lazy Susan. Yeah. So we all have the face together. I think of, um, I think but- our cousin Yvonne actually, she got drunk once and she overspun it and everything went flying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to see I, I so remember good. hearing that yeah. as a kid and it's always stuck in my head <laughs> um, that's hilarious yeah and then we've got mum making a speech in the banquet room mm-hmm. um, and basically he's saying like it was he always knew it was a girl he was going to marry since the first date and not just because she ordered an extra uh, serving of slippery shrimp yeah well, what does that mean <laughs> so, yeah I just something very sexual yeah. that he's disclosed with his mum um, yeah and just, yeah, so it's awkward as it is saying that to his mum. And and he goes, uh, Sydney goes, on the first date? And then Haley goes, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and then Barry just goes, well, I promised Denise that we'd leave after appetizers. <laughs> just tries to get in there. <laughs> oh, God. He's, yeah, kills it. Um, and this is the big yeah. moment where Sydney's making his speech. Um, uh, Sydney's making his speech to the audience mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, what's he? I didn't have any specifics of the speech, but it's just pretty much how that. Well, he goes. He starts. Um, so he, he starts by going yeah. through the room of like he literally lists everyone in the room, which is uh-huh. <laughs> he talks about Robbie's lover and all that, <laughs> and he calls dad, he calls his dad Oz as well, which is um, a reference to um, J.K. Simmons' show Oz, which is um, a TV show that he's in. So yeah, I don't know whether that, that's actually the actor's he name, uh, yeah. the character's name or not, but okay. yeah. Um, talks up uh, pistol yeah. and then Barry just goes yeah fucking puke pistol <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 pistol yeah puke pistol yeah um, uh, but his speech is pretty much just all about how she should reciprocate oral sex um, and how um, she's yeah well it goes into the next scene um, but yeah like everyone's just sort of awkward around the table it's the first and you find time out you later see, on that. First time you see Barry happy too is when he's like, I don't think she yeah. sucks his dick. <laughs> it's like the first yeah. time he's smiling the whole scene. Um, but yeah, it's sort of a very awkward moment to end the date. So the next scene is them driving home um, from the date. Um, and it's sort of awkward moment how Zoe feels the double standard yeah. of them talking about their sex life with... Sydney, well, she talks about the sex life with her friends and she thinks it's different because they've been friends for ages, but um, yeah, she's just uncomfortable with them talking about it Yeah, Sydney. Yeah, it's a good sort of um, comparison between mm-hmm. sort of how she doesn't really think too much of Sydney just yet, like just how, because he hasn't known him for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sort of that conversation sort of ends up with her basically saying that her ex didn't like getting them and... She never didn't really mind it, which this is actually my favorite line of the whole. I've rewinded it two or three times. It was like, uh, I've written it down word for word. Is um, when she says, like, she didn't, she used to like giving them. He said, Great, yeah. perfect. You know, it's not like I'm saying, Let's go home tonight and get some BJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it gets me every single time. Uh, but just his delivery in it is it's, it's just gold. Um, and then basically just says, Hey, if Sydney didn't bring this up, you know, um, never would have helped, uh, never would have, like it, it really did help us. Um, and then they sort of suggest that double date with Haley, um, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then what the next scene is at Sydney's house. So Peter rocks up to this house and we see the first, um, divorcee that, um, (laughs) Sydney had sex with. And what does Peter say? Like, she was nice looking. He's like, yeah, fuck it. (laughs) so good just so casual as well um yeah um and he goes and the next thing you see is them eating like these little pineapples like these tiny little pineapples with cottage cheese inside which is i don't know but then he says would you put down your treat for a minute which i just thought was so cute (laughs) yeah they're just like laying down on the couch like eating an Um, open pineapple and then compares like oh look yours is yours is uh short and fat and mine's long and skinny (laughs) just just like the little conversations um, and yeah, he just sort of met, says that he feels bad about the toast and apologizes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, says he was freaked out at Haley, Um, and then just sort of drops that we can play golf together. Um, he says he doesn't play sport with women, but he set up a uh, double golf double date regardless, um, mm-hmm. with him. Um, and then 
yeah, the sort of... Oh, uh, no, I had something. I've lost it. Uh, nah, let's just move Anywhere, on. Nothing. <laughs> All right. uh, so, yeah, yeah. They're, at the, um, they're at the golf date, really. Um, and Zoe is okay at it, so she's played it a few times. That shot, but... I'm just sorry, I wrote here, never hit, hit a shot as good as Zoe in that shot. Like, she yeah. just dropped an <laughs> iron, like, about three meters away from the hole. I'm like, fuck you, Zoe. Seriously. Was good. <laughs> but then Haley's just really shit. So she's probably never done it before, yeah. but she smacks it and it hits Sydney in the shin and he just loses it. It's so brutal. Yeah. This is my nightmare. Yeah. Um, and you just look at his shin and it's just like a proper welt. A ball yeah. and they're like, yeah. It's like, a, it's it's like, like what we see. Asteroid hit it or something. You see it at cricket like every month. Someone gets an absolute oh, yeah. ripper where it misses the pads and it's just, <laughs> just looks like, I just call it the galaxy shot because it looks exactly yeah. like a galaxy shot. Purple as it winding out. Um, and then, yeah, so we see... Uh, Haley trying to take a shot and keeps missing and the guys are sort of uh, not not a fan of it which it is a delicate situation at golf because people get very uh, testy yeah um, these are rich white people man they yeah. got no, uh, yeah they need it to be done man um, so there's a guy it's played I think it's played by Matt Walsh um, in this scene oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's pissed off saying like guys you gotta hurry up you're killing us here and then um, that's actually he actually plays that character on a sketch show um from old upright citizen brigade sketch i'm not sure if that's a big thing or not but it's actually a character from that sketch show as well which is pretty cool um and yeah so the guys just saying you know we should move on the girls are basically pissed off at him for wanting him to hurry up and Haley storms off and mm-hmm. and you see yeah, Haley cracks you it. see sydney go please don't don't go <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and then the next thing you see is just sort of Zoe walking up the stairs and Pete's carrying both golf bags, which is a bloody hard thing to do, <laughs> carrying yeah. two golf bags. So you start seeing like, you're getting a bit testy between um, Zoe and Peter. So they're sort of having their first little bits of fighting um, before the wedding. Um, and then they're back at the house. Um, and then Peter call. oh no, Sydney calls Peter and says that Rush is playing a gig um, and that they should go and he said he hasn't seen Rush since like the 80s or something yeah. uh, but is this the night where they're supposed to be watching uh, HBO HBO was that yeah. a different night no, it's maybe night. it is that yeah. night yeah yeah. Um, and it basically and he doesn't yeah. want to make yeah he specifically says that he doesn't want to make Zoe angry yeah um, but which same is like fair enough because anyway. it'd be very delicate after playing golf as well um, that day yeah. but yeah ends up saying can I bring Zoe and it's pretty much flashes straight to the Rush concert and it's uh, Pete mm-hmm in between Zoe and um, Sydney, which is uh, well played. Uh, and they're playing the song Limelight as well, which is a ripping song as well. So it'll be... Yeah, how close. many Rush songs do we have in this? Just is two. Like, just two. Three Lim- Limelight and Tom Slayer. I was going to say, are they just playing the same Rush songs the whole time? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, just, two or yeah three it's just songs. Limelight and Tom Sawyer. So I only thought it was yeah. Tom Sawyer the whole way through, but um, yeah, different song. Um, and the guys are just like really getting into it with each other, like mm-hmm. passionately. And yeah, they're like singing it to each other. Yeah. Peter's, of course, slapping the bass. <laughs> He's licking, um, licking the thumb, getting into it. Yeah, slapping the bass. <laughs> um, Zoe's trying to get into it, but she's doing all right. But then when she sort of sees how into it the two guys are, she's just not a fan at all. Um, Pete's got his back to Zoe. And then <laughs> Sydney's like singing on the microphone, but then like holding it down towards Pete's crotch and like singing it to him and he's, yeah. he's licking his bass, which comes up <laughs> as well. Um, he goes on, Pete goes on Sydney's shoulders, he's got like the Beavis and Butthead sort of uh, <laughs> yeah, cornholio yeah, yeah. up the top where he's cornholio. 
<laughs> he's playing on top of everyone as well. Um, if you do watch this, you can see uh, it's two people wave to the camera as well from the concert. They're just so broke that yeah. made it through. Um, but yeah, then they get home and they get home after the concert and Sydney's already calling him about the concert. Isn't yeah, it? they're talking about the set list and stuff yeah. over the phone, and which is a bit, uh, yeah, bit clingy. <laughs> and then yeah. leaves him and says, take it easy, Magooch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, so we find that Zoe is like really jealous of Sydney or she doesn't like Sydney or he's changing Peter yeah. um, too much. Um, yeah, and they're talking about how they were licking each other's bases. Like there was tons of guys licking each other's bases as <laughs> we're going all over the gig. So yeah, really a bit of jealousy between uh, Sydney and Zoe going on at this stage. Yep. And- um, and then the next scene is they're going uh, suit shopping for Peter's tux um for the wedding. Um and Sydney asks Peter why they're getting married and he can't really answer the question. He's like, "We're in love." Like, that's his only response. As well, like that's a dick question to ask. Like you just, you, mm. it's it, yeah. and it's like, and that's so harsh because, like, it's just something that you don't, you can't even put into words. So someone asking that's just so harsh as well. So, and he just completely stumped him, um, yeah. about like what is it about Zoe? Which yeah, I feel so sorry for him in that situation. Um, he sees the suit shop lady. He goes, Raquel. That was my mother's name. I don't know, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, using that pickup line, bit of a sleaze. Um, he's talking about. Um, oh, sorry. Go for it. Yeah, mate. yeah. He's talking to uh, Sydney about how he's thinking about giving Tevin the Frigno account, and uh, Sydney says, "I think I pissed on his face at Bennigan's, <laughs> yeah. so he really doesn't want to give him the account." And he called him a frosty head chode as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he comes out in a tuxedo as well. Um, and he's really stiff, he says, and he goes, try to do a mm-hmm. 007 pose, and he just botches it so many times, um, trying to do yeah, it. he's doing all his action Bond poses and stuff. Yeah. And he's telling him to do the accent, but like everything he says comes out sounding like a leprechaun. <laughs> Why don't you get off your board yeah. and into my dreams? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, he's, hey there, Miss Money Pussy, want to jump on my jetpack? <laughs> Um, and yeah, just basically saying he's not a fan yeah. of the suit and then offers him the blue suit. Um, and this actually gave me an idea for, for my wedding suit, which it's a bit different, but I've gone with a, um, my, the idea to come up with this slightly different blue suit came from, I love you, man. So when you see, well, if you ever see me walk down the aisle, Adam, uh, it'll be, yeah. you'll know why now. Early, early next year. I'll do the I'll do the walk down the aisle that uh, Jason Segel does at the end of the movie, <laughs> which you're yeah. going to talk about later on. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Sydney's just talking about because oh, he's too scared to wear a blue blue suit, which is kind of a weird setup. Uh, but yeah, he's just saying how much Peter really lacks confidence. Yeah. Um, and then sort of the next scene is a little bit awkward where. You don't know really too much about um, Jason Segel's character, but he tells him that there's an investment coming up and he's cash poor, like all his money's in investments and everything. Well, it's really interesting how they put this in because you sort of, you're like, you know the character so well, but then um, this pops up and you're like, oh, is he trying to stooge him? Or like, he you never see yeah. him working. He always looks poor. So it's like, has he just been trying to stooge him this whole time? It's Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, that pops and up. like you, you think back and look like he has that house right next to the beach, but they could have just rented off all of his stooge money yeah. and everything. It was just so like a bong head really that sits in the back room character. that just like tries to pick yeah. up chicks and like jacks off in a, in a room. So yeah. 
it works. It, uh, it makes sense that they do that. Um, and it sort of asked him for 8K for an investment because his money's tied mm-hmm. up. Basically says it's hard at the moment. Um, we find out that Zoe's parents aren't in the picture as well, um, which comes up later as well. Um, and says it's says it's confidential, so he can't tell him about it. But he's pretty cool when he says he, he can't do it. Um, he can't invest at the moment, which is quite nice. Um, mm-hmm. That's when we see Doug <laughs> re-enter in the suit store, yeah. which was his... And he re-enters a few times, though. He does. Well, yeah, he comes up a lot part, more yeah. and more now. Um, and he touches Peter in Sydney and goes, I wish I could take back that kiss. And he goes, no, it's not like that. He goes, it was a taste of betrayal. You're fucking whore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that sort of, it leads him into explaining the situation of how he doesn't have a best friend and he need, wants to meet, uh, needs to meet someone to um, make a best friend and, yeah, sort of spills it all to Sydney at this time. Yeah, and he agrees to give him the... Um... 8k or was it 7k yeah, yeah 8k um and he goes he wants him to be his best man yeah. so he asked him to be his best man uh, right here he sorry juxtaposition in front of the fountains it's like he's proposing to him yeah, yeah. i was like oh ah. look at that i was like i gotta slip it i gotta yeah. slip that in there and I, I had to google juxtaposition as a definition to make sure i used it correctly um but yeah sort of he, he's in front of like the swirling fountains and basically says can i be your um do you want to be my best man? And he's like, that would be an honor. So it's, yeah, like that comparison of uh, proposing to someone, which is, yeah. And then uh, Doug goes past and he goes, you're a whore, Peter. (laughs) (laughs) And he just just tucks him into his shoulder as well after he says it, like, don't worry about him. (laughs) Um, And then they're back at um, Peter's house uh, with Zoe and they're sort of trying to put together the table seating for the wedding. Um, And he drops to Zoe that, Sydney's going to be his best man. Um, and yeah, Zoe thinks that Sydney doesn't like her and I'm sure a bit of vice versa is happening. Um, so she's not 100% happy with Sydney being the best man. Yep. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, they talk... Yeah, so the next sort of scene is that Sydney's talking to... Um, oh, Peter's talking to Sydney about how he doesn't think Zoe's like Zoe. Yep. It's like, no, we just don't really know each other too well. I'm sure she's fine and everything. But they noticed that Tevin and Lou Frigno were eating lunch together. And then, yeah, Sydney sort of does the the macho male thing and confronts him. Yeah. Uh, confronts both of them and sort of said, what's going on here? And they've got no idea who Sydney is as well. And he just, he keeps calling for Lou Frigno Hulk as well. <laughs> it's so good. He goes, that's, yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes, he's not doing, uh, Pete's not doing shit right now. He goes, that's total crap, Hulk. And he's just getting really like, <laughs> front. he goes, I'm a real person. Yeah, he's like, yeah. please stop calling me Hulk. Get your hands out of my face. Like, really sort of <laughs> yeah. calm way. And he's got this, like, weird lisp thing going on, yeah, too. Well, I'm sure, like, that's yeah, part of his character, yeah. I, saw, I know, I think I, that's his his real person, yeah. When I was Googling about Lou Ferrigno's house, one of the questions was, is Lou Ferrigno really deaf? So I don't know whether there was something from that as well. Like, yeah, I think maybe it's got, like, some... I think, yeah, he does have, like, a speech impediment. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's anything to do with him being deaf or anything. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think that sort of helped him to work out to be a... Stronger dude and everything. Um, so. He had profound hearing loss to a series of uh, infections he suffered in infancy. Ugh. So there you go. The 80, 80% of hearing loss. Wow. Shit. Since when he was three. So that's crazy. So yeah, it's impressive. He just got ripped. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, he fronts him and then Zoe's calling at the same time and you can hear in the background, he's like, fuck you, Lou Ferrigno. Like in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next thing is uh, Lou Ferrigno's got him in a sleeper hold and basically making him like spit spit out of his mouth and just sort of 
uh, puts him to sleep. Um, and mm. this is actually a pretty cool fact. So Jason Siegel was actually slapped in the face by professional wrestler and legend Dusty Rhodes, um, who's Gold Dust's dad, um, and Cody Rhodes, who's another famous wrestler. Um, yeah. He was slapped in the face while filming. Um, he said, like, you got to be tough, boy, if we're going to teach you this. But all he was doing was teaching Lou Ferrigno how to do a proper sleeper hold. So, <laughs> so but uh, for some he reason... slapped in the face for no reason. Yeah, he just still slapped Jason yeah. Siegel in the face saying, like, are you ready for this? But he was just teaching him how to do a sleeper hold, so yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's sort of how it ends, is with Lou giving him a sleeper hold. Um, and they get, next thing they go home, and it's just Zoe's best line in the movie. He's just, why the fuck would anyone get in a fight with Lou Ferrigno? <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it's a very, very good true. point. Um, and yeah, it says that he can't afford the investment property. And it's all sort of starting to go downhill here. Because um, yeah. he's not going to get the Frigno estate. Um, says uh, that he lent Zoe some money as well. And Zoe was really... Un- sorry, Sydney some money. And Zoe's really uncertain about lending him that money um, mm-hmm. too. Um, and yeah, he asks Zoe, um, why are we getting... Why are we getting married? It's just like, yeah, holy like crap. Like the same question that Sydney asked yeah. him um, earlier. But yeah, you don't ask your wife that. And he's like, question. I don't... I don't... Oh, you're a fiancé. Yeah, not at all. Um, and it's like, yeah. Um, she's like, I wish you thought of that before you proposed to me, which is a good point considering eight months and everything. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, he just kept keep putting his foot in his mouth the whole way. Um, and then, yeah, Zoe cracks it and basically bails for Denise's house. Um which, you know, mm-hmm. probably fair enough too. <laughs> it was a bit hard. Yeah. Pretty full on. Um, and the next scene is him driving to work, which is a Yeah, so scene. Peter's driving to work and he starts seeing himself in all these billboards <laughs> um, on the way. And I went back and I wrote down all the billboards. Yeah, Do you have yeah, them? Yeah, I got them too. <laughs> yeah, so the first one is License to Sell, which um, Sydney got a pick while he was doing his James Bond impression. Yeah. Um, next one, Fastest Realtor in the West. He's got that. Tash. Some sort of cowboy, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then the next one, Ken, sell your house in his sleep, and he's laying in bed, and, it, and it's got the extra caption. So jump on in. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the fact about this one is, um, Paul Rudd was in a Rolling Stone photo shoot, and that was actually the photo that they used in the Rolling Stone photo yeah. shoot. So, <laughs> well played. I reckon he would have hated seeing that yeah. again too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the next one? LA's, LA's biggest re- yeah. <laughs> biggest retailer. And he's just got his like dick yeah. in like a pair of speedos. Yellow like speedos. It's like a massive dick. Ripped yeah. ass. <laughs> um, and it said, who's the best realtor? And it's um, Sydney <laughs> with like a thinking face. And it goes, I am, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Biarch. Oh, Biarch, sorry. It's like, I <laughs> um, And yeah, the next oh. one's him going into Sydney's house and basically confronting him about... Oh no, you missed... There's one on the what? bus that says... He'll pimp your condo. Oh, I missed it. It's I like him wearing the pimp one. outfit. He'll no, pimp your condo. <laughs> yeah. What was the picture in that one? I missed it. Uh, it's like a pimp like exhibit ah, sort okay. of thing. You know, the pimp your ride sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they go to Sydney's house um, for, you know, Kev- uh, not Kevin, um, Peter to yell at him yeah. um, about, you know, the billboards. And Sydney admits that he used the AK to buy the billboards. Um, Which he thought of was, Peter's money. He thought it was funny and like it was a great idea, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's hating him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it sort of triggers him and it gets gets pretty full on here as well. Um, yeah, so it explains um, how he said about Zoe, why are we getting married? 
And then he's like, no, you don't tell her that. And then he's like, I'm sick of your ridiculous rules, which, you know, I sort of get yeah. as well, because it's sort of like he expects Pete to just understand this, but Pete's just so naive in a lot of things. So yeah, it's yeah. like some lost little kid, basically. Um, he said like the best time I had was me and Zoe splitting a summer salad, watching chocolate. It's like, you mean chocolate? It's like, no, it's chocolate. It's with the accent above the, above the E. And yeah, just <laughs> comes up later. And I made sure like, I put that accent in my notes too. I had down the E for a bit longer. Ooh, I didn't get the accent. Hello. Yeah. Oh, I've got to do that. Um, yeah. And yeah, it basically rips him saying like, he says, oh, I've got plenty of friends. Like your friends are moving on with their lives, um, which is a shot at, uh, shot at Sydney for yeah. not doing too much. Um, Pete basically says they should spend some time apart, which is now the breakup, obviously. We had the engagement, now we've got the breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't want Sydney to come to the wedding, which is hard to watch as well. That scene, it's, yeah. it's heartbreaking. Um, says I want the billboards down. He said I'll get it down in a few uh, days and I'll give you your money Take back. A few days, yeah. Um, and then he goes, "You have my season two lost DVDs." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's okay if you haven't seen it yet. You can keep yeah. it. But just all good. Just, he's like just gives it. He's to like him. slowly shaking his head too. He's like, ah, like, yeah. <laughs> proper breakup moment. Um, and yeah, next yeah. thing is him getting over to Denise's house. Yeah, so he goes. They go to uh, Peter goes to Denise's house uh, to talk to Zoe because she's staying at their house. Um, and he opens the door, and um, Denise goes and gets Zoe. But then uh, Barry comes past. He goes, oh, "Nice face in the billboards." He goes, "Yeah, my friend Sydney." He goes, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> so good. Uh, and he's carrying yeah. a poker chips as well. He's like, "We're full tonight." <laughs> yeah it's like it's okay he doesn't expect to yeah. play um, basically it just goes into a nice moment like they're sharing they're both nervous and they basically yeah. make up about everything that happened and it's a really romantic yeah. moment and the guy just walks through and just burps in the face <laughs> he's like yeah. what's up dude <laughs> um, and Denise and Barry are bickering saying because they think she's still going to stick around the house um, and then Barry just goes you can dress up like a cheerleader for me tonight <laughs> yeah um, like, all right. Yeah, and yeah. then what does Zoe go? Baron Denise fight all the time and they have really loud makeup yeah, sets. Loud and intense. So she wants to get sets. out of there. Yeah. Um and then the next thing's sort of like a bit of a, a montage of them both like spending time away where Pete's sort of doing okay yeah. but Sydney's a, an absolute mess. Um and here's another another cool fact. So uh he's in a beach and uh, a girl a girl jogger steps in his shit, a dog's shit. And it's actually Bernadette from the Big Bang Theory, um, who's the jogger. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and she's just like cursing him out the whole way through. So it's pretty cool to see if you know that character. Um, yeah, she's really laying into him as well. Um, and Zoe's... Is that the one that says, nice scarf, dickwad? Is that... Possibly, her? yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just lays into him so bad. But yeah, give it a watch back. It's good to pick it out. Um, Zoe said... You should call him, and he says guys don't do that, which is like the first like macho thing that he does, or like the first like sort yeah. of like the normal thing that for a guy would say um, in that sort of situation. So you sort of see the change of the character, um, mm-hmm. and Sydney's calling all of his friends, and they're basically all busy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see Pete talking to Mel if he's got any plans on his wedding date. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm 89 years old. What kind? Of, what the fuck kind of plans would I have? <laughs> <laughs> 
So he's coming to the wedding. Old, old mate Mel Stein's coming to the wedding. That's right. Um, and then you see Sydney's watching Chocolat and he's sort of crying a little he's, bit or whatever. He's like, he's, he says stupid, like as he's laughing. And he just gives like the like a, a serious, like cheeky pout as well. Like just watching yeah. the movie. And the, it's the, yeah, I don't know. The, the, if you go back and watch that little look, it's, yeah, it's ingrained in my memory. Um, and then what Peter's at work and he's getting sort of millions of calls and leads from um, voicemails. Yeah. Uh, from the billboard so it's obviously went up really well from him um there was an offer to buy the frigno house um and doug even calls up and he's saying how much she loves the uh, billboards <laughs> another girl calls up drops her number as well trying to get uh, yeah. to, Pete to pick him up but yeah uh i saw the billboards um, i loved it this is yeah <laughs> doug yeah. was great <laughs> And then uh, Lou Frigno calls and he leaves a message saying that he loves the yeah. billboards too and he wants him to <laughs> take care of the sale of his house. He goes, just text me or call me. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that's when Tevin rocks up and says, hey, let's uh, tag team the Frigno deal. So he's still trying to just beat a pig, basically, Tevin, the whole yeah. way through. And then Peter slaps him in the face. Says he um, says wanted to physically hurt him, but he had never done it before. Um, it says, Tevin, stay the fuck away from my listing. And you think, oh, he's yeah. gone real macho. And then he turns away and looks at a girl and just like sort of goes, oh my God. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. like, just raises his eyebrows and drops his body. Like, what did I just do? Like, it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, no, really back in, he's still the same old guy, really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the next one's basically at the wedding here. The yeah, wedding. so they're, um, yeah, they're pretty much at the wedding place and you see all of Peter's groomsmen which at this stage are his dad his brother <laughs> Lou Frigno got a gig uh, Mel Stein's there um, Boyle's there what's his Lonnie did you Lonnie, say yeah. whatever I, yeah sorry, and I, uh, Doug's <laughs> uh, Elmo yeah, yeah. Um, and Doug's one of the groomsmen as well and he's checking out Robbie hard as well as they're walking in there yeah yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> um, and yeah he's, they sort of leave him they sort of leave Pete by himself and then Zoe's watching mm-hmm. and he's she catches him doing the airbase to himself. Um, so yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's a very wholesome moment. He's just like in the garden by himself, yeah. just doing an airbase. And the song "Soul of a Man's playing as well. So it's also going to make yeah. it. Uh, also going to make it in there. Um, and yeah, as always, calls Sydney, and he's. We find out he's already on his scooter. Um, and then they zoom he's out. And he's got his. Yeah. He's got his uh, suit on and everything. Um, and he's already on his way to the wedding. Like he was never going to miss it anyway. Um, Basically, and then they're at the wedding. Um, there, they're all standing at the front, and basically, they said who's got the rings or who's carrying the rings, and said he doesn't have a best man, and gives it to Robbie to hold, and then Robbie gives him a a nice big hug, which is another really wholesome yeah, moment. That was nice. Um, and then he says, the dad comes in and says, "Now I've got two best friends. Um, you're both my best friends, and Hank Mardukas. Yeah, and this is <laughs> Hank's there. This is the Stephen Hibbert <laughs> Hall of Fame. Oh, that's a this good is one. A huge, that's a very good he's one. He's definitely on the. He's uh, you talk, hear about Hank Mardukas, like he had a full name of him. He talks about him early, and then he brings him in. <laughs> he just gives him a thumbs up. So I waited right to the end, but Steve, uh, yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Steve Hibbert, Hank Mardukas, and he's going into legend status as well. So Maroki <laughs> and Hank Mardukas, <laughs> two legends yeah. of the hall. What's his so. uh, What's his name? Did you look him up? No, I haven't looked him up yet. I hope uh, it's not the same issue as um, as what's his name? Glansberg. As um, what's his name? Stephen Glansberg. Now, yeah, 
We're still waiting for Stephen Glansberg's name, but he's also going to go in the Hall of Fame. He's got to be. Like, he's just... Yeah, he does. That's two from one movie. That's crazy. Yeah, he's, icon- he's iconic, you know? Like, he, yeah. is, he is huge. So, yeah, two in that movie, but I think they're both... I think they're both definitely play that Deserve part. It. So, yeah. yeah, we've got three legend um, Steve Hibbert Hall of Famers there. It was good to see as well last week. Um, what's his name? Uh, your, your Steve Hibbert? Famous, oh, famous producer, what was last week's famous movie? director, Anchorman. Uh, oh, Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, sorry, we got off track there, but yeah, Hank Mandukas, welcome. Um, there we go, that's perfect. So, Maid of Honor. Um, so, yeah. the celebrant, yeah, the celebrant, yeah, the, the Maid of Honor's um, escort Zoe down the runway, runway, the uh, aisle, yeah. what's it, no, not the aisle. Uh, aisle, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah, down the aisle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, down the aisle, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and the celebrant starts the ceremony, and Sydney sort of rocks up on his scoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> rocks up like and it, yeah. to the wedding on his scooter. Like not parks it earlier, yeah. like r- right to the bottom of the aisle too. Yeah. And it's sort of, it's a bit of a, um, you don't know, but it was like Zoe was inviting Sydney to the wedding. Um, so she wanted him to be there um, at the wedding. Yeah. And yeah, as you mentioned before, Sydney starts walking down the aisle, but like really slowly, <laughs> like in procession. Step, yeah. Yeah, one foot together, two foot together. Yes, yeah, so good. Um, Ferrigno before that was ready to kill him as well. Just from what happened before, yeah, like, no, no, take it easy. <laughs> Which like, I love that moment. Um, and then he goes, "I was coming, but I did the old weaveroo." And he goes, "And you're yeah. lying because your voice got high." And then uh, Lonnie, Lonnie's car- Lonnie or Charles Boyle goes, "His voice got high." <laughs> um, and then he goes, "I gave him a." And then Ferrigno goes, "I gave him a sleeper hold." Out. <laughs> out yeah um, as well as um, but yeah, I, saw, the boys, I saw shock the, a lot it was beautiful <laughs> yeah. yeah so the boys are sort of reconciling and Sydney says he wouldn't have missed the wedding for the world mm. and the uh, billboards were a gift and he's actually quite a successful investor yeah um, so he does okay for himself and he isn't an asshole um, and then yeah the gets agreed to be the best man at the wedding and it's the classic tells him I love you man yeah Oh, just, just um, it reminds me of Family Guy as well. There's a moment where there's a, a cutaway with like the parts of movies where they say the movie title in the movie. Yeah, and yeah, there was yeah, just yeah. like other things that they Peter's like, oh, he said it, he said it, and then, yeah, <laughs> in that as well. It's well like, what's the one I, is why I always I, think this of? Is why um, I, this is why I became Spider-Man Two, uh, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's why they call it that. <laughs> Well, every time I think of that, I think of a hot tub time machine. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what is this? Some sort of hot tub time machine. They all just pan to the camera yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, this, I think this is the um, first time they've actually... I mean, you can't really count, count Anchorman. That's a bit... <laughs> and they, no. they just say that nonstop. But yeah, I think it's the first one where they really do it to make it obvious. Um, and they do that. Yeah. I love you, man. I love you, dude. I love you. I lo- no, I love you, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Tony Bro, bro Montana. I love yeah. you, Bros of Goebbels, which is, <laughs> which is a reference to one of the worst Nazis ever, of Joseph Goebbels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Brutal. Um, I love you, Tico, Tico Bro. Hey, I don't know who Tico yeah, Bro. I'll, go, I'll look that one up. But yeah, um, Muchacha as well. Just yeah, and then <laughs> the celebrant has to go. Um, the celebrant has to basically bring him back on track um, of who they are. And so Tico. Brahe, I can see it's like a fifteen from fifteen forty six. Is like I don't even know what he is. Danish uh, deity or something like that. I don't know. Uh, ast- cool. Danish Very astronomer. Cool. There you go. That's a that's a random. What one. a reference. Um, but yeah, uh, and then 
basically finishes off nice. They're going to get married. And in the background, you can see a another ad, and it's uh, Peter Claven, Lucky Charms, and it's in reference yeah, yeah, to his, his classic le- leprechaun accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it pretty much ends there. And then the song Water Slide um, is playing in the credits as well, which another banging there song. There we go. Um, and that's it. And that's it. An absolute ripping movie. Long podcast, but definitely well worth it for this yeah, one. Yes, a long one. Yeah, it's just a very nice, wholesome movie with. Yeah. Very funny moment as well. The movie, the movie's like good throughout as well. So you, you, yeah. you, you know, some of the movies were really rushing towards the end because there's not much going on. But yeah, this one goes right up to the end too. Very consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to change around the order. I don't know what's next week meant to be. Um, it's going to be supposed to be Friday. Yeah, no, that's, we'll definitely stick with that one. Um, right. Stick with Friday for next no, week. I know there's another Jim Carrey coming up with Lila, so I want to change him around a little bit to to give him a bit of a break and. I think I want to put in Adam Sandler again uh, pretty soon because it's been a while since um, we've yeah. one. We've got Happy Gilmore in a few weeks, but we might bring that one up yeah, a bit. I think we'll bring that up and I might, might right. flip around. But yeah, Friday, massive one. We're going to have to be careful with the wording <laughs> with a lot of the jokes. Yeah, we'll be uh, <laughs> nervous on that one. But uh, absolute ripping movie. Um, can't wait to watch that one. But um, thanks again, everyone, for listening in. Hope you're all enjoying the thanks, podcast. Guys. We are going to get some merch out soon. Still waiting. Um the person who's doing the merch is like giving birth in a week. So there could be delays, but not old priorities. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so yeah. it could be quite some time, but there will be some um, stickers and stubby holders to come out soon. So hopefully you guys yeah, will be right in time that. for summer. Perfect. Perfect. So um, yeah. Thanks Adam. Good to see you again. Thanks Michael. And thanks everyone. Thanks everyone for listening. Catch you Bye. next time.